When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I have several times felt like an old person. Well, that's only because you're old. Right. And I think we've talked about it, you know, before. Like being called a hipster. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But just something about being a hairdresser and having younger clients, there's just there's just no experience like it of being old. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else will slap you in the face. Yeah. Like, my one client whose hair I've been cutting since before I worked in the salon because I worked with his mom. Oh, yeah. And I've been cutting his hair since he was like nine years old, probably. How old is he now? Nineteen. Oh my god, <laughs> you're so he old. <laughs> drove himself to his hair appointment. Oh no. Came in without his mom, right? Just like as a person, yeah. And was so stoned that he could not communicate to me. Oh my god, <laughs> what haircut he wanted, and I was just like, I the, this is the oldest I have ever felt. Yeah, I remember this nine year old child. With his long curly hair, who was yeah. like too nervous to speak to me, and Aww. now he's just too stoned to speak to me. <laughs> but I was just like, "So what do you want to do with your hair?" And he was like, "Cut it." It's <laughs> like shit, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very funny, but it just made me feel ancient. Yeah, that's weird. I remember one time. I mean, it was like maybe eight years ago at this point, but I was like driving around town and i passed my brother in his car oh and just realizing that he was like doing his own thing yeah and i had no idea what he was doing it was just so weak you know he was like driving his own car from the house that he lived in to like do something and i didn't know what and i was just like he's like a whole person and he's doing (laughs) stuff and it was just like such a weird sensation to like think about yeah you know yeah it's weird when you don't see somebody for a long time too and you're like oh you are older yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Hmm. I thought the rest of the world was static and right. only I progressed through just, the game. Yeah, just me. <laughs> I remember one time my grandma telling me about seeing somebody that she went to high school with, like at a gas station. Yeah. And just being like, she looked so old. <laughs> like, yeah, so so do you. Yeah, you are also old. Yeah. Like, and it's fine, you know. Right. It's good to be old. Yeah. But I mean, you see yourself get older every day every minute yeah. and then you see somebody and you're like i haven't seen you for 50 years right wow you look so old yes <laughs> well i'm bucket snake i'm meat wedge and, and we're, we're here old <laughs> to be old yeah i mean that is kind of the premise of the show that's <laughs> kind of the point actually uh, this is replay rewind where we replay some movies that we haven't seen since we were kids mm-hmm. which is increasingly becoming longer and longer ago <laughs> With every minute of the day. Yep. And we'll try to remember them. But again, it's been so long, you know? My gray hair gets in the way. 
of my memory. And then uh, we'll be wrong about it, but we'll go watch the movie. Don't worry, we'll come back and we'll tell you what happened. And then we'll uh, teach you some stuff about the movie that you may not have known. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't have anything better to do. <laughs> Good, yes. So I started a podcast. For fun. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Please don't fret. <laughs> we will tell you what actually happened. We'll tell you. It's fine. Well, I have a question for you. Okay, I'm ready. If you could steal a famous person's talent, oh shit, whose talent would you want? That's such a good question. Yeah. Definitely a musician. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, I might have to do some research. I'd probably want like someone who knows everything about music. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talent. Even if you don't like like their music yeah just just to be able to have all their just like the inherent like understanding Mm -hmm. of music i feel like i love playing music and writing music but i think 50 percent of the time it's an accident yeah (laughs) i was like oh that sounds cool yeah like i can't do it intentionally always so if i could steal someone's talent who like just a really good songwriter yeah Mm -hmm. i've always had people say like oh your old music is so like specific and unique and blah 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 and it has its own sound and i'm like i don't know how to write anything else (laughs) so that's why yeah so if you could be like i want to write a polka song today yeah you would just like know how to do that okay i want that yeah yeah (laughs) who whomever that is who are you out there (laughs) hello may i have your talent please touch this guitar Let me know. So that I might steal your talents. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Whose talent would you steal? Uh, I think Brody. Yeah. If I could just sound like her. See, if we just find the right people, then we can start our own band. I know. (laughs) We can quit this fucking podcast. (laughs) Go on tour. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would be nice, too. Yeah. Just especially the way she screams. Because, I mean... I could learn guitar if I sat down and tried to play guitar. Right. Yeah. And I, I could I could learn music better if I tried. Yeah. I I I don't have time. Don't think I could ever scream like that. I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may have heard. Yeah. I keep meaning to check it out. That would be cool though. That would be a very like little mermaid of you to steal her <laughs> voice. Steal her voice, yeah. yeah. I wonder what she would sound like. She'd be like, squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> she'd just sound like me. <laughs> oh yeah, you just trade. She'd get a saying and she'd be like, what the f- fuck (laughs) (laughs) ah (laughs) shit yeah for sure i think yeah just because i mean since high school i've always been like oh damn i wish i could sound like that yeah but not enough to like start smoking cigarettes because i do think that's part of it yeah (laughs) definitely i'm not willing to uh to go that far you have to grow up in like the extreme conditions of australia too yes (laughs) seasons your vocal cords that is true and i did not do that if I could have someone's voice specifically, I wish I could sing like Georgia from Camp Cope mm. because mm-hmm. it's like less like Brody where it's very, I don't know, dynamic, I guess, with like the screaming and, and all that. But she just sounds so powerful no matter what she does. Yeah. And I, I like that. Like, yeah. Uh, it, it just always sounds, even if it's not like an impressive note. Yeah. It just sounds got a lot full of and powerful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, if you could do that, and then I could sound like Brody, and we could just start a band <laughs> together, and it would be tight. Yes. All right. Well, we're off to find the right wizard. Yeah. <laughs> the skill. Gotta go, y'all. Well, why, why do you ask about stealing talent? Well, Me because twitch. this week, 
in honor of the new one coming out. Uh oh. We're talking about Space Jam. Yeah. yeah. Woo, audience. <laughs> <laughs> this is a crowd noise. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Have you ever heard it? I thought there were like a lot of people here. <laughs> Our audio equipment will probably just cut that out. Yeah. As background noise. <laughs> just mean nothing happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Space Jam. Hell yeah. The new one comes out yesterday or tomorrow or yeah. sometime very close to this episode coming out. Right. Um, I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen like a trailer or anything oh, for yeah. it. Oh yeah. I watched yeah. the trailer for it. It looks interesting. Yeah. It looks very computery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. High tech. But I'm sure it'll be good. I mean, you know. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I feel like Looney Tunes don't miss. Yeah. You know, like anything Hopefully. they do is just like good. Yeah. It'll still be. So. Fun and entertaining, even if yeah, I don't know the story might be even lacking. If it's I don't know. Different, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Muppets. It's like yeah, it's, they're still Muppets. Yeah, it's still the Muppets. <laughs> it's still Looney Tunes. Like as long as you've got that essential like Looney Tunes yeah thing. That's like I read a review for one of the Jurassic Park movies, and someone was like, "Yeah, it's the worst Jurassic Park movie, right? But it's still a Jurassic it's Park still, movie. It's still dinosaurs. It's still so it dope. rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fourth best one. Yeah, hell like. yeah." <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. What do you, uh, do you remember the original Space Jam? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I pretty much How remember most of it, I yeah. think. <laughs> even though it's been a really long time since I've watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the soundtrack, it's just so iconic. Yeah, absolutely. Although, maybe we should talk through it just because it might be funny if we're very wrong about something. That is true. So, Michael Jordan plays baseball now. Yes. And. You know what we should do in preparation for this episode? What? watch that documentary that they put out about michael jordan <laughs> and then we can just talk about him talk about him instead yeah like, y'all know about space jam we're talking about michael jordan do you know about why he started playing baseball uh no his dad was murdered what yeah isn't his dad is actually in space jam right that's his dad i think so yeah maybe i don't know we'll have to look it up we will find out but um yeah one of my clients was telling me that they watched like the a whole series about him. Yeah. And apparently his dad was murdered. What? And his dad was always, like, super supportive of him right. playing baseball. Yeah. Because that was his first sport or whatever. And so after his dad died, he was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Aww. Yeah. I know. I was like, why does nobody talk about this? And it was like a, um, a random thing like a robbery yeah not, not even like, like a specific a, it wasn't like oh you're michael jordan's dad yeah it was just like oh you're a person who i can steal from oh i know yeah maybe if they'd have known it was michael jordan's dad they would have kidnapped him instead and yeah. held him for ransom <laughs> where are the looney tunes <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's so sad anyway yes. yeah so michael jordan has retired from basketball he plays baseball now there's a planet oh forget what the planet is called oh yeah i don't remember but they there's a theme park called moron mountain yeah and there are these little bitty alien dudes that are on it and they like hate working there and then there's their boss who i think is voiced by danny devito oh is like we're gonna have a basketball thing and so they go to earth to steal some talents from yes. some very talented basketball people and they steal their talents from like charles barkley and patrick ewing maybe and some other dudes i think so and um what's his name the really short one yeah i always loved him yeah mm, something starts with him the really short one that's not 
Allen Iverson. Oh, yeah, he's got a real goofy name. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway. Oh, no, that's what it is. Um, It's not that they want to play basketball on Moron Mountain. It's that they want the Looney Tunes because they want their entertaining factor. Because, yes. like, the kids are bored. Yeah. And so they're like, go get the Looney Tunes and bring them here. Yeah. So they go to where the Looney Tunes are and then they, like, challenge them to basketball. Yeah, they're like, you have to come with us. And they're like, no, we don't. And they're like, okay, if you lose a basketball game to us, you have to come with us or something. Yeah. And they they look at them and they're like, yeah, they're small and wimpy. Like, of course we can beat them at basketball. Fine. Right. Yeah. So they agree to it. Bugs and Bunny that's says, when they're like, okay, we have to win, so we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Bugs Bunny says, diminutive, ain't they? Which is, like, <laughs> one of my favorite lines in that movie. Yes. Uh... Yeah, so then they go steal the talents of the basketball players, and they become the Monstars, and they're these, like, huge... They're Monstars! <laughs> <laughs> these huge dudes, and then, so they're like, alright, the Looney Tunes are like, we have to go get somebody talented, so they go get Michael Jordan. Yes, they steal him, because he gets the golf ball in the hole. Yep. And then... And grab him. They just pull him down through the hole. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name is with Wayne them. Knight, yeah. Is just, like, looking around. He's just like, Michael? 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 And he starts, he, like, throughout the movie is just, like, digging a hole trying to find where he went. Yeah. I'm fixing a divot! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. And then they play a basketball game, and Bill Murray is there. Yeah, for a, a minute. Yep. I don't yep. even think he touches the basketball. He's just there so that there are five of them. Yeah. Because all the other Looney Tunes are flattened. Yeah. Are they, it's just, he's just... Is he Bill Murray as Bill Murray? Yes. And he's just like Michael Jordan's friend. They play uh-huh. golf together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. And he's like. Da, 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 da. He just like shows up oh. to help. Yeah. And then when the game is over, he's like, I'm quitting while I'm ahead. Yep. No losses, no ties. Yep. Gotta go ice monies. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah and, and it's a lot of like. Michael Jordan being like, um, excuse me, where the fuck am I? Yeah. And they're in like a shitty gym and then they gotta yeah. spit shine it. Uh-huh. Spit shine! Yep, I remember that. And then he like whips them into shape. Yep. And he has the secret stuff. Yeah. Which is just water. It's just water. You guys had it in you all along. Yeah. This is Michael Jordan in a room by himself for weeks. Yes. <laughs> filming this movie. Yes. <laughs> Slowly when, losing his mind. When the movie ends, we just see that he's actually been committed <laughs> yeah. and he's had a mental break. He just needs some rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they win. Great. Yeah. The Toon Squad. Yeah, the Toon Squad. Mm-hmm. Lola Bunny is there. Yep. We should talk about the controversy of Lola Bunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen about it? Mm, no. In the new movie, they just made her look normal. Oh, yeah. She's like a rabbit. She doesn't have boobs. Yeah. yeah and yeah. everyone was People like, wow. Losing their mind. PC culture has gotten rid of rabbit boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I need my bunny bits. <laughs> to Demand. enjoy this movie about cartoons. Rabbit titties. What the fuck is this? Yeah. God. That's fair. Oh, well, I won't watch it now. <laughs> tits on that rabbit. I'm out. Count me out. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. I'm going to do a lot of singing. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. The soundtrack is so good. The soundtrack is still really good. Yes. Listen. Okay. Obviously, fuck R. Kelly. Right. Yes. But that song is so good. We can listen to... um, It's not the same. The Me First and the the Gamies version. (laughs) I like it, though. It's good, but it's not the same. I know. I like Basketball Jones. Yes. I got a Basketball Jones. I didn't realize that that was like a real song. 
I got a basketball jersey. Before this movie. Yeah. But it is. I think all the songs are real songs except for they wrote, you know, the Space Jam song for it. But yeah. everything else is just like plucked from the world. Yeah. I had no idea. It's a Cheech and Chong song. Yeah. That basketball was like a basketball to me. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> it is. It's really good. <laughs> but it's like a good song too. Yeah. I love it. But it's better when Chris Rock and Barry White do it together. Yes. Because everybody get up it's time to slam now we got a real jam going now welcome to the space jam here's your chance do your dance at the space jam (laughs) all right well i have another question for you oh okay are you ready to rumble (laughs) yes let's go watch this movie throw your hands in the air if you feel fine (laughs) we're gonna take it into overtime Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. a fucking sponsored movie yeah that's a it's a commercial it's yeah it's just basically a very long commercial it's a very entertaining commercial yeah it's great i mean i still love it classic i'm not saying anything rude you're not uh slamming it i'm not slamming it (laughs) i'm jamming it i am jamming (laughs) welcome to slam jam thank you (laughs) ma'am our (laughs) on replay rewind yeah so the imdb for Space James is in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom. The Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. Who? Uh, Michelle <laughs> Jeffrey Jordan. Aha, you know I had to get one in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So we start out with R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, great. Which at the time was a great way to start this movie. Yeah, it's, I mean the song. The song do slap. It slaps. And it's unfortunate how much it slaps. Song do slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we start out uh, small MJ big world. He is a little baby out playing basketball in the middle of the night. Yeah. As if it wasn't going to wake up his parents. Yeah, he's got a chain net on his hoop. Yeah. He's, you know, right next to the, it's in the backyard. Yep. He's making so much noise. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that his dad was asleep because he comes out fully dressed, suspenders and all. Yes. And he's like, hey, man, I cannot sleep with all the noise you're making. Right. And uh, MJ's like, my bad. And his dad's like, you know what? Just shoot till you miss. 
cool, we're going to be here till five in the morning. And then the movie is just that. Yes. For the next ten years. It's yep. the longest movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeding him snacks. <laughs> he grows up. Graduation. He's still taking shots. Uh-huh. Anyway, he's there. He's he's hitting all the shots. He says, Dad, I'm going to go to North Carolina for college. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to play in the NBA. Yep. And then hard left. I'm going to play baseball. Now that's a sport. And then he does a really cool layup. Yeah. His dad says, when you're finished with all that, I suppose you're going to fly, huh? Foreshadowing. <laughs> God, I hate that. <laughs> but then we get a montage of pictures of MJ as he grows up. Yep. And in the background we hear, Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Wave your hands in the air if you feel fine. We're gonna take it into overtime. Welcome to the Space Jam. So good. It's so good. And you're right, like, there's just all of these super 90s credits they put literally every effect that they had at their disposal onto these credits yeah i feel like there's just like three people in an office being like oh check out this one yeah did you see oh, this look at this one look what this can do oh look i can do this oh but did you check out oh that looks sick <laughs> i mean literally anything that they could do and we see who that is yeah that ladies <laughs> who that is it's so good and yeah i mean he's just he is the goat yeah, Truly. he's like, it's just a montage with this hyped up music of MJ winning. Yeah. Being good at basketball. Dominating, being unstoppable, flying through the air. Yep. And uh, honestly, I was like, I don't really care all that much about basketball, but this is getting me hyped. Same. I know. Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, get it. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> all right. You're so good. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then we then we bring it down. Yeah, the credits end. <laughs> we move to a press conference yeah. where... Michael Jordan is announcing that he is retiring from basketball. Yep. And he's moving on to baseball. Yeah, he just kind of says, one, I think it's funny that they had to recreate his retiring press conference mm-hmm. because there is actually a real one out there. Yeah. They but just, they, you know, yeah, probably don't ask the right questions or they ask too many questions and they have to cut it up. So they're like, we'll just make a new one. Yeah. Um, But also the fact that he's just like... I'm going to go play professional baseball. And I'm like, I don't, I know you're Michael Jordan, but you still have to try out. When's yeah. the last time you played baseball? Right. Are you any good at baseball? No. You know, they're like, what position are you going to play? And he's like, well, as a kid, it was a pitcher, but I haven't pitched in a while. I'm like, you probably haven't touched a baseball in a while. But yeah, he just yeah. says, I'm going to go play baseball. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he do- it's not like he joins the major leagues. He's in a, like true. a minor league yeah. team. But I mean, and I feel like no shade to our minor league baseball player listeners. Mm-hmm. But the standards are probably not as high. And he was like, well, sure. You know, no matter what sport. Yeah. Athlete as fuck. You know, yes. like. Yeah. He's still, he's got the drive. Yeah. He's got the muscles. Uh, He's tall. Yeah. He's tall. So how tall is he? Six, six. Okay. Anyway, here we go into space. Past the moon to a moron mountain. Welcome. Sounds a little bit like something else. Space Mountain, maybe? Hmm. No, there's no way hmm. they would make direct jabs at Disney through this entire movie. No. No, I don't think so. Poke that bear. But this part is weirdly animated. Yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like VeggieTales for a minute. It does. Again, it's... Like early computer... Look what we can do. Yeah. yeah. Graphic animation mm-hmm. stuff. Probably looks cool at the time. Yeah. And then we see a roller coaster. 
yeah. and then and then the this kid and his dad like fly off of it and land and the kid's like dad this park sucks and i don't want to come here anymore don't bring me here anymore all right yeah and then from his high castle <laughs> monster danny devito uh-huh. or mdd as i like to call him yeah because we don't learn his name for a long time no we don't learn a lot of people's names for a long time that's true uh but he watches this happen on one of his monitors from his office and he's like all right little baby monsters that are filing my nails yes we need new attractions yes yeah speaking of things that we don't learn for a long time the monsters before they become the monsters are called the nerd looks i know i and saw it that never mentioned in it. the research and yeah. i was like the what it where are those oh they're them okay yeah so it's just weird that it's just not ever i mean i guess you know when you're like storyboarding and drawing and casting you have to have names for them and yeah. stuff but it's just weird that it's never once like brought up but they're the nerd lux if you want some very niche space jam trivia there you go there you go anyway yeah so he's he's telling them this place sucks we need something new yeah we need something something nutty nutty something wacky Wacky. something 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 loony loony (laughs) the way that danny devito says loony is just like he says it so many times That's but great. we see that the Looney Tunes are on the TVs in the background of this office. So. Yep. And he's like, all right, guys, little tiny baby monsters, mm-hmm. go to Earth, bring the Looney Tunes here. Yeah. The little blue one says, uh, I just noticed something. They're on Earth. What if they, like, can't come? And Monster Danny DeVito says, make them. Yeah. Picks them <laughs> up and squishes them. <laughs> so now we're back on Earth. Here we are, back on Earth. Michael Jordan is playing baseball. He's uh he's not doing great. He is not doing very yeah. The catcher is being super nice to him. Yeah. And you know, he's like, Hey, thanks for signing that ball for my kid. I'm a real hero now. Let me get you a good swing. So he's relaying to him, you know, the signs that he the the pitch that he and the pitcher have decided upon. He's like, All right, next one, curveball. Don't swing. Yeah. Um, and just trying to help him out, you know, and then gets him a swing, you know, he's like, All right, don't swing at this one and then he does, he strikes out, he's like, I told you not to swing. He's like, I couldn't help it. It was nice talking to you. Like, everyone is just so nice to him. And he strikes out, and everyone's clapping. Yeah, they and stand the audience, up. They're just like, yeah, you did clap great. Clap for him. They get back to the dugout. They're like, we're not worried about it, Mikey. That was a good strikeout. When you strike out, it looks good. When I strike out, it looks like shit. Like, yeah. he's just being so nice. Yeah, while he's at the plate, too, a couple of people are like, you know, he looks real good in that uniform. Oh, yeah. Can't teach that. You can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs> they're just being too nice. Yes. While this is happening... The Baron, which is the team that he's playing for, the Barons. Yes. Their manager yells for Podolek, mm-hmm. who was played by Wayne Knight. Yep. And he's like, I just want you to make sure that Michael Jordan is as happy as possible. Make sure he has everything he needs. Mm-hmm. Don't let him want for anything. Yes. So he decides to crawl over to the dugout. Yeah. And hang down from above it. Yeah. To be like, Michael, Michael, Mr. Jordan, Mr. Jordan, hey, Michael, Michael. Right. And then he just falls into just, the dugout yeah everybody like just kind of looks at him and then goes back to what they're doing I know, like no I'm one like, is concerned that this entire man has just fallen into the dugout unless they all know that he works for the that's owner, true he but... is the publicist yeah but he's their new publicist right but i guess the fact that he's like yeah maybe they've met him or you would think they would be like oh no a rabid fan has fallen into the dugout but... or even just like hey man are you okay yeah you know <laughs> Regardless of whether or not he's supposed to be there, he's a human being who just fell like on his head into the dugout. Yeah. Maybe maybe check on him before you kick him out. But when he falls down, 
He says, hey, Michael, my name's uh, whatever, Stan. Stan, Stan Podolek. <laughs> I'm sure. the new publicist. I'm here to guarantee that no one will ever bother you. Uh-huh. This is called irony. Yes. Because this man is annoying as shit. It's true. And also, immediately after he says this, a spaceship flies over the stadium. Yeah, just a spaceship. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's, Everybody's like, oh. Huh. So anyway, baseball. <laughs> anyway, top of the seventh? Right. So the spaceship flies over the stadium, lands in the parking lot of a Piggly Wiggly, mm-hmm. burrows into the ground. Yes. And the Looney Tunes theme is blasting. Yeah, they're like flying <laughs> through a tunnel. <laughs> it keeps getting louder. Yeah. And then they see the Warner Bros. logo at the end of this tunnel, and they just kind of fly into it and then through it. Yep. And then poof, they're in the sky in Looney Tune land. Yep, they land in Looney Land, home of the loonies. <laughs> camp boot, home of the boot camp. <laughs> Niche. So, I have a question. Okay. Right now in this moment. Yes. Is Looney Tune land underground? Is the sky in Looney Tune land painted? Is it fake? Is it just dirt? Like, is Looney Tune land hell oh god <laughs> because it's under the ground maybe and i mean everyone's immortal and they suffer a lot but then they're fine and then they have oh, to suffer some more that's so true is bugs bunny satan because he seems to be in charge pretty much in charge yeah and he does look good in a dress <laughs> is that like a notorious <laughs> satan feature yes <laughs> looks great in a dress yes that's the qualification <laughs> In charge, wearing a dress. <laughs> well, great. So we see... So the, what you're saying is that the devil wears Prada. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway, we see Bugs Bunny, a.k.a. Satan, running <laughs> from Elmer. Classic. Uh-huh. Yep. And then Elmer gets smooshed by the ramp from the spaceship that just landed. Yes. And the little aliens open the door, and the orange one says... One small step for moi, and the other ones are like, wah! <laughs> one giant leap for more on mountain. And one whopper headache for Elmer Fudd. Yeah, he got squished. <laughs> so they all like, beep, 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 down their little ramp. Uh-huh. And Bug says, diminutive, ain't they? Which is, I love it. I love yeah, that line. Yeah, your favorite line. I know. I've yeah. said it like 40 times now. No, I love it too. Um, But they, <laughs> the little aliens are like, hey, we're looking for Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And Bugs is like. Oh, is he a rabbit? He's got ears, he eats carrots. Yeah, he's he got long ears like this. Does yeah. he hop around like that? You know, he does the whole uh-huh. thing. Which I'm like, I get the joke. Yeah, he's playing some mind games. But also the idea that they know all of the Bugs Bunny characteristics enough to be like, does he have long ears like this? And they're like, yes. Uh-huh. But they don't recognize that they're like looking at him. Yeah, this is a joke. I know, but it's just like, God, they're stupid. Yeah. But he, this is like a classic thing too from oh, yeah. like Looney Tunes. Does it all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. does it to Elmer a bunch too. Um, Never heard of him. But the aliens quickly put it together and they're like, hey, no wait, that's you. And then they shoot him with a ray gun. Uh-huh. And they tell him to gather up his toon pals. Going for a ride. Yep. So back in live action land. <laughs> that's what I like to call my life. That's where I live. Every day I wake up. Uh, live action land again. Ah, just once I would like for it to be a cartoon. <laughs> Podolak is driving Michael home. Yeah, how did he get to the game if he needs a ride home from the game? He flew like an eagle (laughs) to the sea. Now a car? Team bus didn't come get him? His wife didn't drive it? How did he get there? He walked. Podolak has a terrible car. Yep. Lots of noises. It's gross. It smells bad. Yeah, it's smoking. 
uh, MJ's door won't open from the inside. Uh-huh. So Podolak has to go around and let him out, and then they see the dog. Yeah. The little fat, short bulldog, whose name is Charles. His name is Charles. <laughs> His name which is, is Charles Barkley. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I guess you're a basketball family, and you can't name your dog after the greatest basketball player of all time because he lives in your house, so you gotta go with another good one? Well, yeah, and it's Barkley, too, which is just funny. It is funny, it's but it's just especially weird because... They're friends. Charles Barkley has definitely been to that house oh, and met yeah. that dog. Be like, this dog is also named Charles Barkley. <laughs> is he insulted by this? Is he honored? Yes. <laughs> to both. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Podolak is doing his job, which I think is uh, being as obnoxious as possible. He is really good at it. Yeah. Just being like, you did great today! I love you! If you need me, call me! I'll see you tomorrow! And Michael's like, I don't need a ride to the game tomorrow, and he's just like, oh, uh, okay, okay, alright. Very sad about this, because he just wants to hang out with him all the time. But he finally leaves. Michael gets too many kisses from the dog. Yeah. The dog somehow manages to knock him down and lick his face. Yeah, jumps on him. It's not a very big dog. No, it's not. And And he's a very tall man. I don't know that bulldogs, English bulldogs, have that kind of leap. No. But... But I am impressed, though, that their dog just stays in the yard. Yeah. Because they don't have a fence, and he's not tied up or anything. Yeah, it's almost like it's a movie. (laughs) I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Michael's kids show up at home. They're getting dropped off from a minivan. His son is sad. Yeah. They're all in baseball uniforms, and his son's like, Oh, my game didn't go well. Yeah. And, I mean, his wife says... Michael Jordan's wife, not not his son's wife. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's like nine. Yeah, because Michael Jordan's, Mrs. Jordan is also there. And he's like, oh, did the game not go well? And she's like, well, he took 32 points off of his battering average, and now he's batting a 685, which is incredible. Yeah, that's so high. Yeah. So, I mean, the point is that he's really good. I think she says that he went like two for five or three for five or whatever. So it's not like he's striking out every time. And yeah, he's he's batting a 685, which is, it's amazing. The housekeeper is there making dinner. Uh Uh-huh. And Michael Jordan is being bad at acting. Yeah. He's like you know, interacting with his pretend family. Yes. Poorly. Yeah. But that's okay. It's like, who are these people? He's Michael Jordan. It's fine. Yeah, he's doing fine. He overhears his kids in the living room are watching the sports channel. Mm-hmm. And that man is just talking shit about their own father. So much shit. Yeah. Michael, what is that? This hurts me more than it hurts you. Watching this is terrible. It's just like, oh my God. Lay Baseball bat. Get this guy a tennis racket. Yeah. Well, this is when we find out that Michael Jordan is batting a 214. Which is <laughs> so bad. Also... Why are they talking about baseball when a spaceship flew over the stadium? You know, they have a job to do and they're going to do it. I guess. Later. You know? That's true. That's true. They'd be like, hey, here's how the game went. Like, also, a spaceship? Michael Jordan struck out and there was a spaceship. Yeah, well, they're getting to that. First, they got to you know, talk shit about Michael Jordan for 45 minutes. Well, but his son gives him some advice about his batting stance. Well, he's doing much better. True. And Michael changes the channel to Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and leaves the room. Yeah, he's like, here you go. Beep me. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Porky Pig shows up on screen. It's like a, a Roadrunner Wiley Coyote scene. And Porky Pig runs in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Stop the cartoon. And he's like, we have an emergency. We have to have an emergency cartoon character meeting. <laughs> and then the screen is just empty background. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Yeah. And his middle child goes... Dang, where did they go? (laughs) So cute. They're all just looking at it like, uh, which is fair. So then at the animated meeting, Uh all the Looney Tunes are gathered in a meeting hall. Yep. 
Daffy comes in wrapped in a towel. Yes. He's very upset that his shower has been interrupted. Yes, what does a duck have to do to get himself wet around here? Or something really ridiculous like that that he says. That sounds inappropriate. Yeah. Maybe that was on purpose. But Bugs is on stage with the little monsters. And he is <laughs> wrapped in a bunch of chains. So many. Even his from ears. his ankles to his neck. Yeah, and then his ears are in little shackles. Yeah. That's my new band name. What's that? Bugs and Chains. <laughs> <laughs> but he says... These guys want to say something. Yes. About the monsters. Yes. You, all of you, are now our prisoners. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Tunes are not having it. They're like, oh, okay. Tiny, tiny little aliens. Sure. Sure. And they say, we're taking you to our theme park in outer space. And Yosemite Sam is like, uh, no, you're not. He pulls out his guns. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere with you. At the little guys. But then one of the guys just ray guns him. Yep. And he turns into a little ash skeleton. Yes. And all the tunes just like throw their hands up in there. They're like, all right, guess we're going. Yeah. But then Bugs just slips out of all of his chains. Yeah. Puts them in a pile. He shimmies out of them like it's a strapless dress. Yes. (laughs) Takes the ones off his ears. Says, listen, you can't just make us slaves. You have to give us a chance to defend ourselves. And yeah, and, and they're like, wait, the nerd do- looks are like, yeah. since when? And then he's like, hang on just a second. And so he, you know, again, classic Bugs Bunny takes a book that's called How, how to, to draw. draw Cartoons and changes it into How to Enslave Cartoons and just puts a page taped in the middle that says, give them a chance to defend themselves. Yep. And they're all like, well, it's in, it's, it's in, the it's in the rules. So we got to do it. So then they're like, okay. Give us a chance to confoy, he says. <laughs> they go into a different room to confer about how they're going to defend themselves against these aliens. Yeah, they're like, okay, we are going to challenge them to something. So yeah. what kind of task are we good at that we can like defeat them in so that they'll leave? Yeah. Porky, Porky Pig is like, a, spa, a, spa, a, spa, a spelling bee. <laughs> right. Elmer's like, what about bowling? Yeah, bowling tournament. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sylvester really good at it? suggests capturing Tweety. Yeah, he's like, oh, you guys are all wrong. We just wait till the old lady goes to sleep, and then we take a ladder up to the window, and then we grab the little bird, and they're like, that's not what we're talking about, man. Bugs is like, all right, all right, all right, let's think about this. Calm down. Yeah, so he's got a little chart mm-hmm. of all their measurements. He's like, look at them. Super tiny. Very small in stature. Yeah. Little bitty legs. Little yep. bitty arms. Very slow. They don't move very fast. Yeah. Can't jump very high. Mm, perhaps basketball. Yeah. They're like, all right, little monsters, we challenge you to a game of basketball. And they're like, yeah, basketball, great, we love basketball. Oh, basketball, that sounds great. What is basketball? We didn't have that in school. Yeah, they don't, they've never heard of it. So we get a nice black and white video explaining the rules of basketball. Uh And uh, it's only for men, don't forget. Yeah. The narrator says, the NBA has all the best players in the world. (gasps) The best players in the world. Which gives the schemey monster an idea. And so we go to Madison Square Garden. I don't know how they got there, but there they are. Yeah. What's happening there? There's a basketball game. Yeah. (laughs) How interesting. The monsters show up all stacked in a trench coat. Mm Mm-hmm. Little rascal style. Yep. You got a hat on. They sit down next to the actress from Beethoven. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just watching the game through the front of the coat. Yeah. Looking out. Oh, there's the basketball players. Yeah. You know, what do we do? The woman tries to tell her husband that the guy next to her is doing something weird. Yeah, she's like, I thought you were going to get better seats, but now I'm sitting next to this weirdo who's doing something very strange under his raincoat. Yeah, and she's he's like, just let me watch the game. Why do you have to be like this? Yeah. He's being an entire asshole. Yeah, I did the best I could. He says, 
would you just let me watch the game? Barkley's killing us out there. As if, like, him watching will have anything to do with yeah. how well Charles Barkley performs. But then one of the monsters just slimes out onto the court. Yeah, because they're excited. They're like, ooh, a killer. Yes. We love that. So yeah, yeah. they slime out there. The They're all looking at Charles Barkley. That's him. That's the killer. And they're like talking about him. And the orange one says, he's mine. So he slimes out there, slimes over to Charles Barkley, steals his talent. Yeah, he has like a mini seizure on the court. Yeah. And then <laughs> just like <laughs> wanders around. Yeah, can no longer play basketball. Yeah. Hey, remember that time when Charles Barkley threw a man through a plate glass window? No, I don't. <laughs> it actually I, happened I don't. in 97. Oh, so what it was happened? after this movie. Um, He was out at a bar, and this is allegedly, according to Charles Barkley. Right, allegedly. He was out at a bar, and uh, this man was harassing him, and he was trying his best to ignore him. And then the man threw a bunch of ice at him, and he still didn't retaliate. So then the man threw a glass at him. And it missed Charles Barkley and hit the woman that he was with oh, no. on the jaw and knocked her off her bar stool. <gasps> so Charles Barkley went over to him and chucked him through the plate glass uh, in the front of the bar. <laughs> but that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. His friend was like, he didn't throw him. He pushed him up against the glass and the glass Bro. cracked under the pressure. Okay. And Charles Barkley's like, I threw that man through a window. <laughs> and then his statement was very much like, yeah, I'm not refuting any of that. You come at me, I'm going to defend myself. Yeah, absolutely did that. And that man deserved it. Yeah. Um, which is fair. The biggest issues being that you can very easily kill a person if you throw them through plate glass because yes. the glass can get into their skin. Yeah, into their body. And cut them open from the inside. Yeah. And also that Charles Barkley is, I think, 6'4". Yeah. And this guy was 5'2". Yeah. So, like, maybe... But apparently afterwards, he stood over him and he was like, I hope you die. <laughs> Just lay there and die. I don't care. Oh, shit. <laughs> he was like, fuck. So, yeah. Uh, Charles Barkley has no fucks to give. But yeah, that was in 97. So it had not yet happened <laughs> when this well, movie was filmed. Anyway, that's that a fun little Charles Barkley story for fun you. Fun fact. Uh-huh. So he can't play basketball anymore. Uh, right. I am curious, why is this a thing that the Nerdlucks can do? Just steal talent from a person, and how do they know that they can do it? I don't know, and why haven't they done it before? Yeah. But they, it's it's cool though, I mean, you know, they, they steal the talent, and they just like, whoop, put it yeah. in the basketball. Yeah. Save it for later. Why don't they steal talent from the Looney Tunes, instead of trying to enslave them? Because they're just following orders. For sure. Yeah. Next It's up. just very strange. Yeah. Is Patrick Ewing. Yeah, he's also, he's on the other team yeah. happening in this game. Gets his talent stolen. Uh-huh. And he <laughs> has to take a free throw and just, like, throws it so far <laughs> over the basket. Yeah. He hits the concession guy in the head with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Popcorn goes flying. No. Patrick Ewing is so tall. Yeah, he's a large man. He's a big dude. Next up, Michael Jordan is watching the news and also talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. This man is busy. He has things to do and he's going to do them all at once. Yep. Lay around a hotel room shirtless. Yep. The news is talking about how five NBA players have all come down with a mysterious illness. <laughs> yes. Concerning. But also, he doesn't play basketball anymore, so not his problem. Nope. He's got a baseball game to play. As if he could forget, Podolak is here to get him ready. Yeah. Michael, come on. It's game time. Which... <laughs> Then he goes through the most product placement in the smallest amount of time of any movie. Yeah, it's even worse than the, well... The Wayne's World scene. The Wayne's World, which, that one is hilarious. Yeah, it's on per. I mean, this yeah. is on purpose, too, but he says, Come on, Michael, it's game time. Get your hands on, lace up your Nikes, grab your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and we'll pick up a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. Right. And 
Damn. Rachel just looks at him like. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And then it like cuts back to the news for a second and says mm-hmm. that the Lakers are refusing to play because they're scared of getting the mysterious illness. Yeah. They don't want to go in the locker room. Right. Their coach is like, get in there or we're going to forfeit. And there's a bunch of fines. And they're like, no, like, we don't want what happened to them to happen to us. And he's like, that was all the way in New York. You guys are safe. Yeah. Like, bacteria like that can travel really fast. Yeah. So he's like, fine, just get changed in the hallway. I don't care. And they're like, okay. And they all put a bunch of gas masks on and yeah. go off to get ready for the game. So back in Toonland, Bugs is trying to get everyone to practice for the game. Mm-hmm. But Daffy is doing a fashion show. He can't decide, you know, which uniform to wear. So he's yeah. got to try them all out. Right. He lands on looking like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Daffy Rodman. Yeah. He's <laughs> got like, the green hair. Yeah. got the Lakers yellow and purple on. Yeah. It's looking great. The monsters show up to the court. Yeah. And they're like, hey, it's our turn to practice. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, sure, let the little pipsqueaks play. It's their yeah. turn, whatever. I do think it's funny. I mean, obviously, basketball is the smartest route given the stature of the aliens. Yeah. But the fact that then after that, Bugs was like, have any of you played basketball? ever played basketball? Yeah. And they're like, nope. <laughs> so it's like, oh, cool. So we picked the correct one. It's going to be a terrible, terrible game no matter what. So the monsters get out on the court and they pull their glowing basketball out of the bag that they have and all put their little paws on it and then they transform. Yep. Into the monsters. Yeah. They are huge. Except for the one who stole Muggsy Bogues' talent, who is still very small. Yeah. I mean, he's bigger than he was. Yeah, but he's still... He's lil. He's lil, which is so cute. The blue monster says boo to Porky Pig. Yeah. And he says, he's like, I will, I went, I I wet myself. (laughs) But it's a good thing that he's not wearing pants. Yeah, it's fine. It's probably fine. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is when Sylvester dubs them the Monstars. Suffer and succotash. They're the Monstars. Because, <laughs> yeah, someone says they're monsters and someone says no, they're superstars. And then he says, whoop, just put those together. Yeah, genius. Uh-huh. Bugs just nonchalantly pulls out a carrot. Yeah. Looks at the camera. Yeah. And says, we're going to need some help. Yep. So then we cut to Bill Murray in an umbrella hat. Yes. Playing golf. Playing well, some golf. Well, he's talking to the golf ball. Yeah. This first. is how I do a lot of things. He's like, all right, you're my friend. You're my ally. You're my coworker. <laughs> we're going to do this together. And go straight to the, you know, he's just like, you're my yeah. buddy, right? You're not going to make me look stupid. Yeah. I did that to a lot of things. I don't know that any of this was scripted. Like, any oh, of Bill Murray's probably parts I don't not. think were scripted. No, absolutely not. Yeah, he's wearing f- four different very clashing patterns. Yeah, he probably didn't even have a trailer to be in the movie. He just, like, showed up from home. Yeah. Like, that's not a costume. Those are just his clothes. Yeah, he's like, I'll just, whatever I got laying around. Yeah. We see that Michael Jordan and Larry Bird are also there playing golf. Yeah, and uh, Murray starts asking Michael Jordan about the NBA and being like, oh, you know, there's, like, a lot going on. Nobody wants to play. Yeah, they're going to need some new talent. And he's like, do you think I could play in the NBA? Yeah, Michael says, no. (laughs) And he's just like, what? Come on, man. And Michael says, listen, it's a man's game, and you can't play. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what if I tried really hard? Yeah. (laughs) He's just like, no, never going to happen. He says, it's because I'm white, isn't it? Right, but Michael's like, no, Larry Bird's white. (laughs) He's like, Larry's not white, he's clear. (laughs) Uh, but so then it's Mike's turn yep. to hit. Yeah, and uh, Podolak is also there. Oh, of course. And uh, hyping Mike up to just hit the golf ball. Yeah, which, you can do it. Be the ball. Be the ball. I know that he's playing a character, like Michael Jordan is playing character Michael Jordan. Yeah. 
But he has so much patience. Yes. With this situation. Yes. Of having this man follow him around everywhere he goes now. I know. I would be like, go home. Right? I'm an adult. Yes, I don't need you. You, is it your job to make me happy? This is not making me happy. Yeah. You are annoying the shit out of me. But. But he's also too nice to tell him that. He understands he has a job to do. That's true. But Michael hits the ball finally. Yes. While it's flying through the air, (laughs) Bill starts pestering Larry about whether he thinks he can play in the NBA. Yeah. Larry says, I mean, you can't jump. And Bill's like, I, yeah, go on. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) the ball lands very close to the hole. Uh Uh-huh. And we get a shot from underground where we see that Bugs Bunny has a magnet. Yeah, because golf balls are made of metal. It's a golf ball magnet. <laughs> it's not for metal. It's just for golf just balls. Just for golf balls. Whatever those are made of. Aluminum. Something. <laughs> um, and he, like, drags it over so that it's a hole in one. Yeah, it like, goes in a huge circle. Bill Murray's like, it's alive! Yeah. And then, boop, yeah, hole in one. And they're all jumping around. Yes! Yeah! Hooray! Woo! Yeah. And they go to check it out. Yeah, they walk down to get the ball. Uh-huh. And Podolak's like, oh, let me get a picture of you getting the ball out because it's your first hole in one yeah lean down look up smile at me i'm gonna take a picture and while this is happening we see a lasso come out of the golf cup the hole the hole <laughs> the golf yeah, hole. it's a cup yeah and zoop just sucks michael into it all except one shoe that gets left behind yeah and they all just kind of stand there for a second and then just start freaking out. Bill Murray is like, what kind of camera is that? And Stan turns to him. He's like, could you not point that at me, please? And like grabs it, throws it into the bushes. <laughs> and then MJ makes an entrance into Toonland. Yep. Where Bugs greets him. Yeah. So Michael Jordan lands. Yeah, he makes a big entrance. Disoriented. And then he sees Bugs Bunny just leaning up against a tree. And he says, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And Bugs says, you were expecting maybe the Easter Bunny? <laughs> Michael Jordan's like, you're not real. You're a cartoon. And so to prove that he is real, if I weren't real, could I do this? And just smooches Michael Jordan's entire face. Yeah. Which I guess works because that is the only protest that Michael Jordan puts up about being in a cartoon land for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he, he just, just accepts, accepts it. it. Yeah. Yep. So all the Looney Tunes gather around excitedly. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like, oh, Michael Jordan's here. Oh, it's Michael. Yeah. What's up, dude? Daffy Duck decides that he needs to play doctor. Yep. Checks him out, looks in both ears, puts him in a chair, hikes it up too high, lets yeah. him fall back down. It's yeah. just some antics. Very cartoony. Yeah. He stamps him on the head with an A-OK, and then Bugs starts explaining the sitch. Mm-hmm. There were these tiny little aliens, and now they're not so tiny anymore, and we challenged them to basketball, and so now we need your help, because you're the greatest basketball player of all time. Yep. And I love that Michael Jordan, again, in this continuing theme of him not being freaked out in the slightest. Yeah says what's going on here like not what is going on here but just what's going on with with all the disappointment and nonchalance of a father who has just discovered his children like finger painting the bedroom walls yeah. you know just like guys not like i am in an alternate reality no but just like, like wh- what do you want yeah you're bothering me <laughs> i don't have time for this shit so bugs is like they're gonna lock us up for eternity and make us do stand-up comedy every night mm-hmm but Michael's only protest is he's a baseball player now, as yeah. if he's forgotten literally everything he knows about playing basketball. Right. If you can go from playing basketball for like 15 years to playing baseball after not having done it, I think you can go back to basketball. I think you can probably figure it out. Yeah. That, But that that's his problem. I'm a baseball player now. I mean, you know what? I guess it's good that he's on board. Yeah. Back in the real world, 
Hodalak is trying to find Mike. Right. He's talking to Mike. The uh, cup. M- M- Michael. It's me, St- uh, Stan Podolak. I need you to come out now. To qu- okay. Yeah. Got yeah. a baseball game tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so Bill and Larry have left. They're also they've brushed it off pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. And Bill says, "I just think he needed to get away from that Stan character." Yeah. And Larry's like, "Yeah, he's pathetic." <laughs> yeah. And Bill is like, still again trying to work his way into the NBA. Yeah. They just climb in their golf cart and drive off, and he's just like, "Hey, are you still tight with David Stern? Maybe he could get me in." Yeah, maybe like an exciting kind of guy who could maybe even perform at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch it. Then we see Michael back in Toonland. He is being taken to the gym and it looks like shit. Yeah. And he's like, look, I would love to help, but I haven't played basketball in a long time. Mm -hmm. So sorry. Yeah. But he says, my timing's off. And Bugs Bunny's like, don't worry about it. We, we, We can work on your timing. Look at this gym. We've got hoops. We've got balls. We've got, you know whatever yeah everything's like dirty and gross and falling apart falling apart he's like yeah "Yeah, you sure do uh this place is a mess but daffy's like it's nothing that a little spit shine couldn't fix i hate this part and then he says spit shine and everyone starts spitting yeah it's really gross taz comes in with a handful of mops and Uh does the tasmanian devil thing yeah where he's a little tornado yeah and suddenly it's a new gym sparkling he says lemony fresh (laughs) <laughs> that's like his only line in the whole movie yep he doesn't talk a lot michael jordan says you guys are nuts <laughs> nope we're looney tunes <laughs> yeah <laughs> daffy ducks like property of warner brothers pulls up his own tail shows this giant like warner brothers logo on his butt kisses his own ass i'm kissing my own ass do you mind <laughs> <laughs> but then we hear a rumbling there is a rumbling. And the monsters have shown up. Kick all the doors down. Yep. Squeezing through the doors because they are huge. And they're like, what's up? We're here to play basketball. And I just wonder if like Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley like watched this and they were like, is that? Is that supposed to be me? Me? Is, is that, that who I sound you, like? Though you think I, especially Sean Bradley. Yeah, the big blue one. Because he's real stupid. I know he was inhabited by yeah. the stupid alien, but I mean, he's just like. Well, and Charles Barkley one too. The orange one is like a uh, just round. Yeah, you know? well, that's because they call Charles Barkley the round mound of rebound. Great. <laughs> I know so much about Charles Barkley. That's not terrible. <laughs> His that's little name is Wade. Anyway, I'm moving on. Yes, the Monsters are doing a bit of co- tough guy routine. Yep. They call Michael a wussy man. Wussy man calls him a chicken. Yeah. His. <laughs> argument is that he doesn't play basketball anymore when he call when he calls him a chicken foghorn yeah. leghorn pipes in and he's like i say i resemble that vermont <laughs> i always thought that was funny yes but so then the orange monster the charles barkley monster turns michael into a basketball squishes him up they pass him around a bit shoot him through the hoop and they're like look at your hero now yeah, I remembered this part so clearly too. Like the sound that he makes when it's they're folding. It's a very him up. weird sound. Like, ah, ah. Yeah, you know, like an all echoey and weird. Yeah, and then I remembered very specifically the way he like unfolds from mm-hmm. being a ball because it like there's a small like cutout where it switches from like animation to yeah, live action to him just kind of like you can tell he was squeezed up and then like whoop. Yeah, yeah, it's a very strange scene. It's His just so funny face that he's making too. Yeah, I know we've. Uh, done a thousand episodes so far but it's still yeah. really funny when we rewatch something and like my brain 
gets triggered by such specific things. Yeah. You know, like the way someone pronounces a word. Or... Yeah. I was thinking that in the scene where he's playing baseball, the way that the catcher with his face all squished up in his catcher's mitt is like, don't swing. Like I can hear that <laughs> yeah. in my head before it happened. I could hear it. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Where is that stored? I don't know. <laughs> can I get some of that out of there? Yeah. Is I just there a... don't need it. Control A, <laughs> shift, delete. I just, it can go. I have other things I need to remember. Yeah. So he says, you're all washed up, baldy. Baldy? Yeah, which I'm like, the Charles Barkley one is also bald. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, he looks good bald. That's fine. Yeah. But they're getting him riled up. He's like, oh, mm-mm. okay. You're about to make me mad. And then Tweety Bird flies up there and it's just like, Michael's the greatest basketball player of all time. And they flick him really hard, and he goes flying into a wall. Yeah. He says, oh, my poor little queenium. <laughs> and that's the that's it for Michael. He's that's like, it. That's it. He Let's says, play some fucked up. Y'all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Stands up in this PG movie and says, that's it. You fucked up. You have fucked up now. <laughs> play some goddamn basketball. You done goofed. So he says, Let's play some basketball. Yep. <sighs> How much time do they have to get ready? In order to defend themselves. Well, I guess the timeline of the movie is that the game is the next day. Oh. Because Stan goes up to the the hole yeah. in the ground and is like, you have a baseball game tomorrow. Yeah. And then at the end, when he's like, Michael, you have a baseball game in five minutes. Right. So. That's true. I think it's just the next day. Wow. Not a lot of time to get a team together. No. Especially against these giant men. Who possess the talents of the greatest players in the NBA. Except for Michael Jordan. Except for Michael Jordan. This yes. whole movie is just being like, Michael Jordan is better than everyone else combined. Can be literally anyone. Yeah. Even if they're 40 feet tall. I got a basketball Jones. Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Ooh, baby. Ooh. I love this scene so much. I know. It is very like... It almost doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's just kind of stuck in there, but it's really cute. But yeah, but I like it. Yeah. It's very, like, just, like, sad and low-key, and there's no, like, not a lot of antics or, you know. Yeah, it's just Charles Barkley being sad. Yeah. Because we see him standing outside of this, like, outdoor basketball court. He's, like, leaning against the fence, and there are all these, like, teen girls, which I don't know why it makes me so happy that they're all just girls. Yeah. But the ball bounces over near the fence, and the one girl, like, sees him, which... It's kind of funny because she starts with his shoes yeah. and like looks up and but she's like in awe the whole time. And I'm like, until you get to his face, he's just a man. Right. Like it could be any dude. Very tall man. But she's like, it's Charles Barkley. Girls, come over here. It's Charles Barkley. And they're yeah. like, oh, shit. Hey. And he's like, can I play with you guys? And they're like, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he goes in there and he's trying to play with them. And he is bad <laughs> at yeah. basketball. A tiny little girl like blocks his shot. Yeah. Getting blocked. Getting the ball stolen yeah. from him. And she says... <laughs> man you're not charles barkley you're just some wannabe that looks like him break out be gone wannabe (laughs) so sad and i'm like i want an opportunity in my life to tell someone to be gone it's just the best like be gone you shouldn't be here which is true it's true if if in her brain she's like this is not charles barkley this is just some grown-ass man who just asked if he could play basketball with a bunch of teen girls yeah i'm being fucking weird and he's not he's not famous or good at basketball He's just a tall, bald man. Yep. But he leaves. But he's so sad. I know. He just slinks away. Yeah. So, in the hospital, Mm -hmm. a doctor 
is explaining to Muggsy, Patrick Ewing, and the other two dudes. Yeah, Robert, Sean Bradley and Larry Johnson. Yes. That they're going to run some more tests on them to see what's wrong. Yeah. He's explaining all the tests. We're going to take the... I don't know if they're real or if he's just making up letters. Yeah. The CBCs and the, you know. Right. Um, the LGBTQs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, I thought Patrick Ewing was tall, but that white guy is enormous. Yes. As they're walking down the hallway, the doctor and Muggsy are in front and the other three are behind. Yeah. And they're talking and they walk through a doorway and the three tall dudes all hit their heads <laughs> on the door. Yeah. And just collapse. Yeah. And the doctor and Muggsy just keep going. Which... Muggsy Bogues is five foot three. Oh, it's not even that he's like short for basketball. He's regular short. Yeah. He's so little. I mean, he's shorter than this doctor. Like, he's just so tiny. But it's, I mean, it makes sense too. Like, when you see him at the end when he gets his talent back and he's like dribbling, I'm like, yeah, no one, it's too low to the ground for all these tall dudes to try and steal a ball from you. Like, no yeah. wonder you're so good at this. Yeah. Like, you probably shouldn't shoot the ball. No, but pass it. Yeah. Steal it and pass it. Absolutely. Yep. So then we see Charles Barkley is telling his psychiatrist about the basketball game that we just saw. Yes. And the, the doctor is like, when did these dreams start happening? <laughs> and he's like, dude, it really happened. Yeah. It wasn't a dream, man. It really happened. Yep. So there's kind of like this little, I don't know if it's necessarily a montage because we can hear the dialogue. I don't know what the rules for a montage are, but. Yeah, it's just a it's bunch just of all these little back and forth, yeah, yeah. clips together where, you know, they're explaining what happened. Larry, I think it's Patrick Ewing, who's like, it climbed up my back and into my brain. Yeah. And just, you know, we see them getting tests run on them in the hospital. We see the psychiatrist asking Patrick Ewing if he's had trouble performing anywhere else. Yeah, he's like laying down on one of the therapy chairs facing away from the doctor. And the doctor says this and he sits all the way up and turns and looks at him. Yeah, he goes, no. <laughs> He says, I'm just asking. Uh, we say Charles Barkley in church promising not to swear. I'll never get another technical again. Yep. I'll never trash talk again. Sean Bradley talking to the psychiatrist saying, well, I guess I could go back to work on the farm or I could go back to being a missionary again. Uh-huh. Which we'll talk about later. Yep. Muggsy looking very, very tiny on this couch. Especially because uh, yeah, it, it went from, from... Yeah. How tall is Sean Bradley? Did you look it up? No. We'll look it up real quick. Like just because something the... The height difference between the two of them is delightful. He's seven six. Yeah, I was like, he's seven something. Yeah. Oh god, sorry, I just he's paralyzed. Oh no. He got because I was like Sean Bradley, and it was like Sean Bradley paralyzed. Is still? <gasps> yeah. Oh my god, this year. Oh no. March seventeenth, former NBA center Sean Bradley paralyzed as a result of a bike accident. <gasps> oh no. Oh. oh god. Well, all right. Thoughts and prayers, Sean Bradley um shit yeah so anyway he's seven foot six so it goes from him with his like feet hanging yeah. way off the couch and then you see mugsy who like doesn't take up the entirety of the couch and it's yeah. very cute and silly and mugsy's like what are you trying to say that i'm trying to disobey my mama and the psychiatrist says i didn't say that you did and he says but i love my mama <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all in a group and mugsy's like maybe there's nothing wrong with us at all maybe yep. it's just some psychosomatic deal or the alignment of the moon or something. Yeah. Larry's like, yeah, Muggsy, maybe nothing's wrong with us. It's just, it's so cute. Charles says, I'll never go out with Madonna again. <laughs> <laughs> These poor guys. I mean, I can't imagine if you're like, you know, at the top of your game playing basketball and then all of a sudden you're like, I can't even dribble anymore. Like yeah. I went from. Not, not only like, is he, are they all bad at basketball? They're also just clumsy now. Yeah. Probably ran into a door frame. Yeah, they don't have, like, very good motor function anymore. Yeah. So Podolak is still on the golf course. Yep, he's digging a hole. And a man approaches him and says, what are you doing? Uh-huh. 
He says, I'm fixing a divot. Yeah. Guy turns around and says, he's fixing a divot! <laughs> Which I'm like, how does no one who runs this golf course has like come up to him to be like, what are, man, you got to get out of here. You can't just dig holes in the middle of a golf course. Yeah. I mean, maybe I guess this guy was the only one who saw him doing it and accepted his answer of he's fixing a divot in yeah. his like everyone else's khakis like, and belt and shirt you know this guy must work here i guess i guess so they're having tryouts back in 2d land uh-huh and uh everyone is uh being a cartoon yeah yosemite sam is like shooting the basketballs yep. sylvester sloan is sylvester sloan <laughs> sylvester is just chasing tweety around roadrunner goads wily e. coyote into running into a painting yeah i mean they are not remotely playing basketball they're just being looney tunes but lola bunny has arrived yeah she's like i'd like to try out yeah where did she come from i don't know because she has to introduce herself to everyone including bugs bunny who is like the official unofficial ruler of looney tune land yeah she's like i'm lola so i'm like wait where do you what where'd she come from nobody knows her so let's go with the theory that this is hell okay (laughs) did she just die and she just died. Oh. And became a cartoon character. And now she's ready to play some basketball. Yeah, she was just like a hot basketball playing human, and then she died, and she woke up, and she was like, well, I'm a hot basketball playing bunny now, so... Yeah, I heard they need basketball players. Might as well go do that. Yeah, I'll go check that out. Anyway, so Bugs is trying to act like a tough guy, you know, he's like, oh, what's up? My name is Bugs. <laughs> and she's My like... Name is Bugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he's like... You want to play some one-on-one doll? And this sends her into a rage. Yeah, it's her trigger word, I guess. Yeah, her little pupils turn into flames and she's like, doll? All right, get on the court. And she schools his ass. Oh, yeah. And then says, don't ever call me doll. And And then then leaves. Leaves, yeah. And I'm like, girl, there's... Are you on the team? Are you trying out or not? I mean, clearly you're the best one, but like, we need to get your measurements for jerseys. And also you need to know when the game is. And also, what do you play bet? Get back here. (laughs) She just... She just leaves. So Michael's like, all right, let's let's try running through some drills. Let's get this under control. Yeah. But he gets stuck to the court because yep. he's wearing golf shoes. <gasps> golf shoes. Okay. Yeah. Literally, I have never put that in my brain. Oh, I'm just like, yeah. why did his fancy dress shoes get stuck to the, like, wood? Oh, yeah, because he's wearing cleats. They got cleats on. Yeah. He's got one cleat. Yeah, he lost his other shoe and he got lassoed yeah um but he's like all right somebody's gonna have to go to my house and get my shoes why can't he go um because he's a prisoner there. he's a prisoner until he solves this basketball problem yes he can't go because he's in a coma in a hospital somewhere gotcha experiencing all this yeah because i mean he would know where everything was and he could go i guess if he goes then he runs the risk of running into someone being like let's go to baseball practice yeah. or his wife being like hang out with your kids or whatever but oh yeah the family right e- right but they go in the middle of the night yeah so if they can sneak in he could sneak in he's got a key anyway anyway bugs and daffy have to go to 3d land to get his shoes and also don't forget his north carolina shorts yes that he wears under his other shorts for every game which he actually did in real life. Yep. Which sounds super uncomfortable. Gross. He's like, hey, I also washed him after every game. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So in 3D land, mm-hmm. Bugs and Daffy are digging up through the ground like some groundhogs. And I was like, oh, maybe every time I see groundhog holes. It's Bugs Bunny. It's actually just cartoon characters. <laughs> it's a Looney Tune. Yeah. And Bugs is like, all right, let's go this way. And Daffy's like, no, I'm going this way. Yeah. So Daffy, of course, ends up in Charles Barkley's doghouse. Yep. He 
turns on the or he flicks a match. Yeah, I think so he, he can yeah. see, and it's like, oh, because the dog, mother, <laughs> and then he gets his ass kicked. So Bugs is inside of the house. Hey, nice digs, and then he hears a knock on the door, and he opens. Actually, I think there's a lot of doors getting knocked down in this movie because yeah. I think he just knocks down the front door. Yeah, just goes through the front door loudly. Yeah, and Daffy comes in all chewed up. Right, and uh. Yeah, they're, they're just walking around the house looking for Michael's basketball stuff. Yeah. And as they're doing that, they're having a whole conversation. I guess because they're looking at, like, Michael Jordan's memorabilia and stuff that's hanging around the house. But yeah, Bugs is like, do you ever see any money from all that stuff with our faces on it? Yeah, the kids probably have some stuff. Oh, too. the toys and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they open his little girl's room and yeah, he's, and he's like, like, do you think he has enough? Do you think she has enough toys? Yeah. He's like, yeah, speaking of toys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see any money from all that stuff? nope so as they're talking too loud one of the kids wakes up Mm -hmm. and she goes to get her other siblings Uh uh-huh and then they find the trophy room which one of his shoes is very up high uh, in like a trophy display at the top of this display with all of his like other stuff which i get you're like here's my shoe and here's my but the other shoe is just on a side table that housekeeper is fired. I guess. It's just like, put it in a drawer or put both shoes up the... I don't know. It's just very weird that they're like, oh, we found one of his shoes and it's just like on a table. And then he's like, oh, there's the other one way up there. And I'm like, why does the right one get to be on display? Well, Daffy is watching Bugs try to reach the one that is up high mm-hmm. and he calls him a fuzz foot. <laughs> and I don't know why. I was just like, that's so funny. It is. But yeah, they locate all the things. Yep. They pack in the bag. Yep. And they're like, okay, did we get everything? Did we get everything? Oh, shit. <gasps> the shorts. The shorts. Which are in a separate closet for some reason. Yep. And they like in there and then they look at the door and then boom, the door gets kicked down again. Again. And Charles Barkley, who was outside. Yep. The dog Charles. Yeah. Not the actual Charles Barkley. Who was outside is now suddenly inside in this closet and has the shorts in his teeth. And he's also very big now. Yeah, he's huge. It's very strange. But so he has them. (laughs) Daffy Duck says, I found the shorts. But the kids show up to help. Yay! And they're like, give us the shorts, Charles. And then they, here you go, Bugs. Give her the shorts to Bugs and Daffy. And they're like, all right. Well, uh, sorry, what are you doing in our house? Yeah, and they're like, oh, your dad is uh, helping us play a game of basketball so that we don't have to be slaves. Okay, bye. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. And they're like, okay, see ya. And then they leave. And then we cut to a, a little, like, seance yeah there's tarot cards everywhere they're sitting around like a crystal ball a crystal ball they're all holding hands and she says i see it's all the nba players yeah yeah, yeah that have lost their skills sitting mm-hmm. around the table with this woman she says i see aliens little aliens from outer space they forced their way inside your bodies they need your talent to win a basketball game against pugs bunny i also see michael jordan being sucked down a golf hole by furry creatures they all look at each other and they're like look, look. They're like, let's go. What? Okay. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha, she's accurate. She's right. Yeah. Muggsy says, let's try acupuncture. Yep. As they're leaving. <laughs> uh, hey, guess where Podolak is? Where? Still at the golf course. Yeah, that man can dig a hole. Yeah. He should have been in that movie Holes. Yeah, or at least come to our house to help us dig a fire pit. That's true. <laughs> It'd have been done in five minutes. But he says he's giving up. Yep. Wherever Michael is, he must like it there. Yep. So you can just stay stay there. I don't care anymore. But as he's yelling, he sees Bugs and Daffy walk across the course Mm -hmm. back to the entrance, which is that how they got out? Because if that's how they got out, he was still there. That's true. But no, they burrowed through the dirt all the way to Michael's house. And they decided to like walk back. 
Yeah, it's the only way you can get in, I guess. Except for unless you, you crash your spaceship through the parking lot of a Piggly Wiggly. Out a different way? I don't know. I don't either. Also, has this golf course always been a portal into Looney Tunes land? Could anybody have done this at any time? As they're walking, Daffy says, I have an idea to name our team. Oh, yeah? The Ducks. Please, what kind of Mickey Mouse organization would name their team The Ducks? So sue me. <laughs> it was a suggestion. <laughs> That's another ding at Disney. Boom! I do love the phrase Mickey Mouse organization. Yeah. So then we're back in Toonland. We see all the tunes are working out to some Richard Simmons. Yeah. Porky Pig's like, no pain, no gain. They're doing great. Yeah, and Michael shows up. Wearing his uniform, the proper shoes and equipment. Got his shorts. Two pairs of shorts on. Yep. Got his... I know he wore them under his, like, Chicago Bulls shorts, but he doesn't... He could just wear them regular. He doesn't need two pairs of shorts this time. Maybe he's just more comfy in two pairs of shorts. Maybe. Oh, wait. Stan Podolaka showed up. How did he get there? He came in with Daffy and Bugs. (sighs) He's so fucking excited to see Michael. He is so he hugs him so hard he picks him up. And Michael Jordan says, "Come on, man, don't hug me." <laughs> I know. It does make sense that he's so excited because, like, he was put in charge of this man's happiness, and then the man disappeared. Yeah, like he was basically charged with watching out for him, and then he was like, "Well, he's gone." Not only is he gone, it's not like, "Oh, I lost him in a supermarket," or he like went that way, and I went this way, and I turned yeah. around, I couldn't see him anymore. I watched him get sucked down a golf hole. He got lassoed so into the ground. I feel a little responsible for that. He's like, "All right, Michael, we gotta go. I found you. We gotta go back." Yep, you have baseball practice soon. And he's like, "I can't." Yeah, I have to help my friends. Yeah, is Michael? Are you aware that your friends are cartoon characters? <laughs> he's like yeah he goes okay all right if you don't have a problem with it i don't and there that's his only protest everybody just very much accepts that the looney tunes are real and there is a place that you can visit and everything's fine yeah so he's like well i could help let me help i want to help let me what, what what can i do to help and michael's like all right i mean can you play basketball here here's the ball show me what you can do and he's like dribbling a little bit but he says i may not be tall but i'm slow and large <laughs> and says, a dork and a dork <laughs> I love it. In 3D land, basketball has been canceled. Yes. We see the stadium in Inglewood is being like just completely tented and there are a bunch of dudes with hazmat suits that are like testing things. Yep. And a man comes out and makes a statement to the press to say that until they can ensure, like figure out what's happening and ensure the health and safety of the NBA players, the basketball season is canceled until further notice. Yep. And it only took five players getting affected before they did this, which is how you should take care of these things, Rob Manfred, you fuck. It's fine. The foreshadowing. <laughs> yikes. A yike. All right, back to Toonland. It is time. It's time. The ultimate game is happening right now, tonight. Here we go. There are so many Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, it shows, like, the streets and, yeah. like, the road leading up to the stadium, mm-hmm. and it is packed. And I'm like, who are all these tunes? It reminds me of uh, the Dimmodome. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the camera angle and stuff. Yeah. Doug Dimmodome, home of the Dimmodome. The Dimmodome? Dimmodome. The Doug Dimmodome? I feel like it like gets to this part really quick. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I game wanted, time. I wanted more of a montage of like them, them getting, ready. getting ready. Yeah. 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 Because I, I don't feel prepared. I don't, I don't like their right. chances. Yeah. That's how I feel. I just feel unprepared. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So we see that monster Danny DeVito is there. To yep. watch the game in person. Came to watch. Um, there's a tiny little mouse. 
who starts out where he's like, yeah, 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 I got this. I'm going to commentate. And then he like takes a deep breath and he's like, welcome sports fans. <laughs> he's got a big old voice. It's very cute. And hey. he, he starts announcing all yeah. of the players coming in. And Introducing it, the Toon Squad. Yeah, and gives everybody stats. And I just think it's cute that like Taz is like two feet tall. Yeah. Daffy's like three feet tall. They're all so little. Yeah. Uh, no one claps for Daffy. No. Let's all <laughs> laugh at the duck. <laughs> and then Bugs comes in and just pops up from the floor. Yeah, great. They're going to fix that. And it's a cartoon. <laughs> what? Just erase it and drop it on the <laughs> And then we see Michael Jordan, which like he's he's standing in like the little hallway, and it looks like I feel like this is the only part where he's not acting. Yeah, where he's like, "This is what I look like when I'm getting ready for a game." Anyway, where he's like, you know, yeah, <sighs> calm, zen face, and then they call his name, and he smiles a little bit yeah. and trots out there, and I'm like, "Oh, you're so cute." This is the moment when he's like, "I should go back to playing basketball." Yeah, because <laughs> this feels good. Yeah, but he he gives them you know a little pep talk. Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to crush the opposition. You know, those yeah. monsters will never know what hit him. And he says, guys, let's just go out there and have some fun. Right. But like, Michael, their lives are on the line. Yeah, if they is... lose this game, they will be enslaved forever. A little more than a game to them. So just go out there and have some fun. Maybe not the best advice. I'm yeah. saying maybe you should take it a little more seriously. And then hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. Hit him low, hit him low, hit him low. Oh, here come the monsters. Uh, yep. They're all number zero. Number zero. Yep. This is when I started paying attention to their names, yeah, the they, subtitles. They do all have names, even though they are never stated. Never mentioned. So the big pinkish one, or no, it was the little, yeah, the little pink one that stole Muggsy's talent is yeah. named Not, N-A-W-T. Mm-hmm. And the big orange one that stole Charles Barkley's talent is named Pound. Yeah. So just some, again, fun little trivia about Monstars for you. Also, Marvin the Martian is the ref, which <laughs> I think is cute. <laughs> goes out there with the basketball yeah hello hello <laughs> that's me marvin the emotion it's <laughs> the only voice i can do it's so good now let's have a clean game <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a lot of basketball hijinks yep the toon squad is kind of getting their ass kicked obviously michael jordan is doing a good job lola bunny's kind of holding her own but it's like 18 to 60 something with scoreboard on yeah. their side keeps like ding 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 till it goes kind of one-sided isn't it yeah foghorn leghorn is in the middle of reminding one of the monsters that violence is against the rules yeah when one of them just breathes fire on him yeah the big green one and then he's on fire yeah and he says did you order original or extra crispy <laughs> which i always remembered and then my very favorite part yes is when daffy gets bonked uh-huh. and in a haze he's like sitting on i think it's the blue ones like shoulders yeah way up there and he has like stars are going around his head and he says i don't want to go to school today i want to stay home and bake cookies with you <laughs> which is what i used to say to my mom all the time when i didn't want to go to school yeah i would just say bake cookies with you oh did it work no no not once maybe once so <laughs> michael's trying to pick somebody else to go out there on the team from the yeah, bench they're running out of players yeah he just passes over podolak and picks the tiny little mouse and he's like the mouse pick the mouse <laughs> and he goes out there he's talking to the big blue one yeah. he's just like oh i just love to play basketball i don't know if i'm any good at basketball but i really love the sport of basketball and i'm trying really hard at basketball and then he squishes him yeah with the just basketball. drops the ball in his head and then <laughs> yeah. just flat and it hurts my feelings a little it's kind of cute yeah uh, here we learn that one of them is named Bubkiss. Yeah, because now it's halftime. Yes. They all 
go to their separate locker rooms, but Stan follows the Monstars instead of the Toon Squad. Yeah. Sneaks into their locker room. While they're in there, all high-fiving about what a great job they're doing, they see the boss. Mr. Swackhammer. Yes, so finally we've learned his name is Mr. Swackhammer. Yes. And he's like, hey, you're doing great, but you better keep it up. And little Muggsy, not, says, don't worry, we stole the talent from the greatest players in the NBA. Right, and Podolak is in a locker. Somehow he fit himself in there and he's Mm -hmm. listening and he's like, oh, the NBA. Yeah, but then they sniff him out. (laughs) Smells like a spy. Yeah, Swaghammer is like, I smell something. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, well, we have been playing pretty hard. Right. He's like, no, something else. Not you, you idiots. So they open the locker and see that Podolak is in there. Uh-huh. And he's like, do you guys need a publicist? Yeah, I can make you big. Yep. Then we go to the Toon Squad locker room where everybody is pretty sad. We hear Elmer Fudd says, we're gonna be swaves. Aww. Michael's like, don't worry, guys. This happens all the time. We have a whole second half to play. He's was... like trying to pep them up. Yeah, I've been in this position so many times. There's so much more basketball. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Just pull yourselves together. Daffy is being so disparaging through the whole pep talk. Like, everything that Michael says, Daffy is like, oh, great. Right. That's super helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. (laughs) Like, God, just cheer up, buddy. Leave him alone. Then Stan shows up all smoking and charred and explains that the Monstars stole the talent from the NBA players. Michael's like, oh, that's what happened to those guys. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the Toon Squad is like, well, that's, there's no Yeah, we can't win now. Yeah. We definitely can't. It's very disparaging. Yeah, Porky is like, we should just quit. Yeah, we should forfeit. Michael does his best acting of the whole movie. It's been getting better, but this is the best part where he like kind of gets fired up. He's like, listen, I didn't get sucked down here just to get my butt kicked by some ugly monsters. And he like gives up, you know, gives this like riled up little speech about yeah. like, we're going to pull it together and we're going to do a great job and we're going to and then he looks around and everyone's asleep. Yeah, they're tired. Yeah. It's been a big day. Well, but yeah. While he's doing that, Bugs Bunny is in the back of the locker room filling up a water bottle mm-hmm. just from the tap and he writes michael's secret stuff on yeah. the front of the bottle and he walks out to the rest of the tune squad and he's like all right michael's been hogging this but we got to share it around now yeah Takes a swig of it and like has puffs like, himself up gives himself a bunch so of many muscles, muscles. Yeah. yeah daffy duck's like nice deltoids <laughs> <laughs> so they pass it around they're all drinking it. Yeah, because Bugs tells Michael to play along. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't think you guys needed it. You're so tough and competitive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everyone's fired up now. They yep. feel rejuvenated. Ready to go. Yeah, I remembered. I thought that Michael Jordan was the one yeah. who did this trick with the water bottle. Yeah. But not Bugs Bunny. It's, I mean, it's, again, classic Looney Tunes, you know, tricking them into thinking. Yeah. It's magical thinking. Exactly. I do think it's funny that when it gets to Daffy, he's like, this goes against everything they taught us in health class. <laughs> and Michael's like, do you want to win or not? He's like, bottoms up. <laughs> so. Y'all ready for this? The it's time to play basketball again. Finally starts using their talents. Yes. To score. Instead of playing normal basketball, they're like, oh, we're cartoons. Right. We should be playing like cartoons. There's just so many non-regulation wacky hijinks that happen where yeah. Bugs is riding a scooter down the court and like steals the ball and scoots all the way down, passes it to Michael and they score. Wiley Coyote, you know, one of the monsters goes to slam dunk and it's just covered in TNT and explosives and he just blows them up in his face and they're yeah. like, hey, good work. Uh, Yosemite Sam and Elmer are in suits wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And the, I don't know the name of the song, but it's like, just like, hey, hey. 
yeah, the very classic surf tune. Yeah, it's clear reference to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. But they shoot out one of the monster's teeth. Mm-hmm, which distracts him. Yep. Uh, Sylvester uses a fishing rod to steal the orange monster's pants. Yeah, we see his big shiny butt for yeah. a second. Lola says, nice butt! <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, Daffy takes some red paint and paints another one of their butts. Mm-hmm. And so then a bull in the audience, everybody's laughing, and then he like, whoop, sees it, <laughs> takes off running, stabs him in the butt. It's very funny. It is very funny. I love that type of humor gets me every time. Yeah. Like, I don't like Family Guy very much. No. But I love the the trope that they use all the time of Brian the dog being, like, very intelligent until something dog-like happens. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> Yeah, like, he's having a very intelligent conversation, and then somebody throws a stick, and he's like, Yeah. And then he has to chase yeah. it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think that's very funny. Yeah. But uh, because they're getting ahead. Yes. Mr. Swaghammer calls a timeout. Which I'm like, he's, he's a spectator. You can't just do that. He's not their coach. So many things are happening that you can't he do. He just showed up. Anyway, yeah. So he goes down there and he's like, why don't you get that guy's talent? Yeah. And they're like, well, because he's a baseball player. Did Michael Jordan play baseball? I, I, don't, I don't know. They haven't really brought it up. No. But Michael goes over... He hears them talking about, uh-huh. because, you know, he has this information now. They've stolen the, the talent from the NBA players. And yeah. he goes over to Mr. Swaghammer and he's like, all right, let's wait, raise the stakes. Yeah. If we win, you have to give the NBA players all their talent back. Mm-hmm. If y'all win, you can have me. Mm-hmm. And this is when I noticed. I was like, oh, he is getting better acting as this goes on. Yeah. He did a good job in this part. He did. Um. And Swackhammer is like, ooh, and he, like, imagines in his head what that would be like. And he yeah. tells him, I'll have you signing autographs all day long, and then you'll have to play basketball one-on-one against paying customers, and you'll always lose. Yeah. And Swackhammer's like, okay. He's like, okay, I like it. Bugs Bunny's like, are you sure that's a good idea? Like, I yeah. don't think you should have made that bet. And he says, I have faith in my team. Right. Which is cute. Suddenly... The Monstars are kicking ass again. Yeah, it feels like they were holding back. Or I think more is just they were trying to play basketball and now they've stopped trying to play basketball and they're just literally crushing yeah. the other team. Yeah. I just... Are there any rules at all? I don't know. I mean, because Marvin the Martian is is refing, but we never see any, like, anything Whistle blowing or yeah. foul shots taking place. Yeah, I don't know. Can you even, like, have rules in this world? Yeah, I don't think so. But they are getting quite literally crushed. Yeah, like Lola Bunny is standing there and the orange one goes to just do like a belly flop and like squish her entirely and yeah. Bugs like pushes her out of the way. And, and then he, he like, like wiggles around on top of Bugs yeah. and he stands up and he says, this yo man. He right, walks away. And she's like, oh Bugs, that was the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me and smooches him. Yeah. It's so I'm like, cute. okay, great. But yeah, so then we pan across the bench, and I mean, it is just that, yeah. yeah. Some of a, them are in full body casts. Foghorn Leghorn is just like a roasted chicken with a blood bag like attached yeah. to it. Um, yeah, Tweety Bird is in like an iron lung. Yeah. <laughs> this little bitty body in there. Daffy's like, hey, do you have any more of that secret stuff? <laughs> so Michael's like, no, it was just water. It was in you all along. Yeah, the this- secret stuff was inside of you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. But I'll, I'll still take some. And yeah. Lola's like, make mine a double. Yeah. So they do not care. He finally has to put Stan in at center. Yep. Because they're running out of players. They don't have anybody else to play. Yeah. And he is so sweaty. <laughs> he is so sweaty. And he like falls down trying to get his pants off. 
Yeah, and he looks dirty, but I think that's just from when he got set on fire by the Monstars. Oh, true. I did forget about that. Yeah, but they go back to playing. Uh-huh. Michael has the ball. He gets surrounded. He passes it to Stan, and yep. then the other monsters just jump right on top of him. Yeah, they all dogpile him and completely flatten him. But the ball squishes out, goes right in the hoop from half court. Three points. Yeah, the, and that makes them, they're only down by one at yeah. this point. Michael goes, yes! I'm like, yeah, your, your friend just got squished. I mean, he's not your friend, but... A man. Yeah. A real man. A real man. <laughs> so some paramedics come out onto the court and fill Stan full of air. Uh-huh. And puff him up. Yes. Until he's like huge and floating. Yeah. I've got a blueberry for a daughter. <laughs> but that gives Michael an idea. <gasps> he's like, how did he do that? Oh, right before this happens, just to keep track, one of the monsters we learned is named Blanco. Oh, great. So there's four. All right. Yeah, so Michael's like, wait, how did... How do they do that? And Bugs and Daffy very helpfully demonstrate, this is Looney Tune Land. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. This is Toon Land. Yeah. Because Bugs, like, grabs Daffy and stretches his neck out. And Daffy's just like, no sweat. <laughs> so he's just like, why didn't you tell me that before? We got 10 seconds left to go in this game. And now you tell me. Whatever. It's fine. I got an idea. Yeah. But, but then Marvin the Martian comes up and says, yep. I'm afraid you have to have a fifth player or you'll have to forfeit. Yeah, he calls him, I mean, which these are actually, like, Michael Jordan's nicknames, but they're just cuter coming out of Marvin the Martian, where he yeah. calls him, your airness, and <laughs> Sir Alt Dude. That's very cute. You know. And, you know, Michael's looking around, and he's like, oh, everybody's basically dead, we right. have to have five players. What are we gonna do? Da, 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 da. Who is it? It's Bill Murray. How did he get there? Doesn't matter. Literally, he's in a jersey. He's ready to play. He knows what's happening. No one questions this. He's in a jersey. Mr. Swackhammer says, Whoa, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. <laughs> I got him. But he's their fifth guy. Yep. Turns out you could just pull anyone from the audience, put them on the roster. Doesn't matter. So they could have done that so long ago. But I it's mean, they fine. blew up the hoop at some point. It's okay. <laughs> so Bill Murray starts in in their little huddle. And yeah. he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. You pass it to this guy. You run over here. You do that. Yeah. And Michael's like, bro, we're on defense. He goes, oh, I don't, I don't play defense. All right, we're going to take it over to Michael. Listen to Michael. What's his plan? And his plan is basically just steal the ball and get it to me and I'll score. Yeah. I'm the goat. <laughs> right. And, and they're all like, yep, great plan. Bill Murray's like, okay, don't lose that confidence. And they all put their hands in to yeah. like cheer. And he says, paws and wings in here. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk off. He does say... Daffy comes over and is like, Mr. Murray, I do have a question, which I'm glad that he at least had, you know, he's like, how did you get in here? And he's like, <laughs> he's spitting everywhere because, you know, that's how he talks. But yeah. he just turns to him and he's like, Mr. Murray, <laughs> I do have a question. <laughs> Spit flying everywhere. Right. He explains, well, you know, the producer's a friend of mine, so I just had a teamster drop me off. Which is a reference to Ivan Reitman, the producer who directed Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes, it's literally how he got in this movie. Yep. But, um, he's like, hey, you see that big, ugly, orange dude over there? Yes. And then he starts, like, whispering him a plan. He's like, oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> so there's ten seconds left. Yes. The ball is thrown in right yes. before the orange one catches the ball. Uh-huh. Daffy, wearing a football helmet. Yep. Says, it's gut check time. Cocks his feet. And takes off. Punches him in the gut. Yes, with his whole bod. So... The Toon Squad gets the ball, they pass it around, Bugs uses his ears to steal it and, like, fling it over. Yeah, this makes me feel like the shackles on his ears earlier were very necessary. Yeah, actually, yeah. probably. 
And then Mike gets the ball and he runs and he jumps. He climbs up one of the monsters. He face. Uh, jumps from half court. Yes. Cause. And <laughs> Bill's like, I'm open. Right. And they oh, goes, oh, you got it. No, nah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they all try to tackle him. Yeah, two of them grab him around the waist, and he just starts stretching. He stretches his arm all yeah. the way out. Boop, drops it in the... Right before the buzzer. It's the longest ten seconds And they've won. Ever. Woo! I suppose after all that, you're going to fly, huh? <laughs> Get it? I believe I can fly. Anyway. So, they did it. They won. Yay! Yeah. They did such a good job. And Michael is talking to Bill Murray, and he's like, man, that was a pretty good pass. Maybe you should try out for the NBA. Yeah, maybe you actually can play basketball. And yeah. he's like, no, you know what? I'm going out undefeated and untied. I'm going to quit while I'm on top. Taking this moment to retire from the game of basketball. And he's Gotta like, go ice down my knees. Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, you go celebrate with your team. I'm going to leave. And this scene, I don't know why, it makes me kind of sad. Aww. That I'm like, he doesn't even hang out with the Looney Tunes. He literally just shows up, plays 10 seconds of basketball, and then he's like, like, I'm not even going to celebrate with you guys. I got to go ice down my knees before they go. Bye. And I'm just yeah. like, okay. Because Michael's like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just, so sweaty in 10 seconds. I'm like, but you helped. Like, you didn't help a lot, but you allowed them to finish the game. Yeah. And you're very instrumental in that. Yeah. And you should hang out. I don't know. I don't know why it makes me so sad. Anyway. So Swackhammer is yelling at the Monstars. Losers. Sorry. Choke artists. Sorry again. And he's just like, all right, we're going back to Moron Mountain. Get in the ship. Yeah, Michael walks up and is like, why do you put up with this? Right. And they're like, well, because he's bigger than we used to be. Oh, wait. Oh, hang on. We're all 30 feet tall now. We don't have to take this shit. Yeah. So they just kind of beat him up and then put him on a rocket to the moon. Yeah. Crush him. Boo. There he goes. So Michael says, all right. The deal was, if we win, you got to give the NBA players their talent back. So yep. y'all got to touch the ball. One of them says, do we have to? And this yeah. is when we learned that the final Monstar's name is Bang. So we got Bang, Blanco, Bubkiss, Knot, and Pound. Interesting. Weird. Yep. And they they all reach out and touch the ball. Mm-hmm. And their talent goes back into it. Yeah. One of them says, I feel so insignificant. They're so small. I know. But they're like, they have so they have a question for Bugs Bunny. <laughs> we don't want to go back to Moron Mountain. Yeah, we hate it there. It stinks. Yeah, and they're like, can we stay here with you? Yeah, and they're like, I don't know if you're loony enough. And they're like, what? We're so loony. And then they just like real quick, like whoosh, curtain, whoosh, curtain moments back up. Yeah. And they're all wearing like Yosemite's beard or like Elmer Fudd's hat. hat yeah. And they're just like, ends with one of them shooting the other four and their eyeballs go rolling all up and they're like uh, i mean i guess okay sure yeah and then <laughs> michael like is like all right that was a good game good job everybody things are gonna go back to normal and he's <laughs> it's like the worst little speech he's yeah. like i had a lot of fun i guess uh-huh he says you guys got a lot of um yes a lot of uh yeah well whatever it is you got a lot of it <laughs> oh and then he leaves <laughs> it's like okay yeah, because Stan's like, Michael, I hate to interrupt this, but you have a, ba- a baseball game in five minutes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, I gotta go. All right, bye, everybody. So then now it's baseball time. Yep. Uh, everybody's sitting around like, we want Michael. We want Michael. And the manager of the Barons is like, where is Michael? And Mrs. Jordan is like, yeah, truly, where is Michael? Yeah. And their eldest child is like, oh, he's not back from his other game yet. Yeah, and she's like, what do you mean other game? The little kid's like, shh. And she's like, uh-uh, what other game? Yeah. But then, a spaceship lands. Yep. Yeah. 
And out walks San Podolak uh-huh. with a bullhorn. Yep. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Jordan. Yep. And he comes down the ramp wearing his... In his baseball uniform. Baseball uniform. Waving and... his cap. Yep. Standing ovation. Which I'm like, I don't understand this reveal. No, it's very strange. It's not his first game. No. I would understand the fanfare if it were his first game. Yeah. But it's not. No. He is not good at baseball. No. They don't know the lengths that he just went to to save Looney Tune Land. So uh-huh. it's not like, oh, he's a hero. All they know is this man is delaying this baseball game that he's probably gonna lose. And he just showed up in a cartoon spaceship. Yeah, zero questions about that. Everyone's just Which stoked also, that he's there. The spaceship belongs to the aliens. Yeah, they just dropped him off on their way? No, they're staying. That's true. Well, maybe they're they sent- like, we'll give you a ride. We can go the fastest. Yeah, I guess so. We, we won't make you burrow through the dirt I- like a rabbit. So then we see probably one of my favorite scenes in this movie. It is it a is very good scene. So cute. Yeah. So Where Muggsy, Muggsy yeah. Sean, Larry, Charles, and Patrick uh-huh. are all just sitting in a gym together in their gym clothes, holding a basketball, being sad. Yeah. Muggsy says, at least you guys are still tall. I'm just another short guy. I know. But then Michael shows up. Uh-huh. They're he's all like, who's a- that? That's Michael. Yeah, he's got a bag. Yep. He's carrying in. Well, Stan's carrying well, it. Well, yeah, Stan's <laughs> carrying it. Michael can't be bothered. Yeah. But he shows up and he's like, damn, y'all really suck now, huh? Yeah. He's talking some shit. Yeah. It's, it's rough. <laughs> it is. But then he's like, I'm going to regret this. Yeah. He says, I'm going to give you back your game. What little game you had. And I'm like, Michael, you don't <laughs> even play basketball anymore. You do not have to kick these men while they're down. Okay. We all know that you're the best. You don't have to be so mean to them. But they all stand up and they walk over to him. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Stan, give me the ball. Mm-hmm. In this room full of bad actors. Yes. He's like, he holds it out. He's like, all right, touch it. And they're like, no, I'm not touching that because it's glowing. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not touching that. He's like, you want your game back? Touch the ball. Pat, look at me. Touch the ball. So Patrick Ewing reaches out, touches it. Nothing happens. Yeah. He like, he jumps because he like expects something to happen, yeah. but nothing happens. So so he's like, the rest of you, touch it. Come yeah, on. So they all touch it, it together and then whoop, some sparkles. Some yeah. Sh- it's very like the uh, the magic from Rockadoodle. Yes. The yeah duke of owls yeah little shapes like pew pew yeah and they all get their talent back yeah he passes he first passes the ball to mugsy and he's like hey i caught it i caught it yeah (laughs) and he's like dribbling they're like hey look at mugsy handling the rock and they're like oh shit so then they all take turns like dunking dunking doing some tricks yeah Yeah, it's very cute and then they start talking shit back because they all got their talent back and they're like Come on, Michael. Why don't you stay and play a little three on three with us? And they're like, "No, nah, he plays baseball now. Yeah, Leave the probably, baseball player probably alone." Probably can't even play. Probably doesn't even have it anymore. Yeah. Stan says, "You're that, Michael? They don't think you got it anymore." He's like, "Well, there's only one way to find out." And then the next thing we see is a Chicago Bulls game. Welcome what? back, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> that scene is just—it's poorly acted, but it's yeah, super because they're NBA players. And I know, not but it's just like a sweet little. I know. I, know. I just really like it. It's very cute. <laughs> Yeah, the, then we see, you know, it's the opening of a Bulls game. Michael Jordan comes out. Yep. Bill Murray is sitting next to Larry Bird in the audience. Yep. He's like, Bill, what's wrong? Why are you so sad? Yeah. And he's like, could have been me. Yep. Larry's like, you got to let that go, man. Let's go, Bulls. <laughs> Let's go, Bulls. Do, 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 do. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the credits. Because the movie's over. It's the and hooray yeehaw so good i know it was very good it's very fun did it make you cry it did not no at no point 
did I feel any emotion other than woo? Yeah. It's it, fun and silly. Is it a space or a jam for <laughs> oh, you? Uh, which is which? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a replay for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah. so good. And I am looking forward to the new one. Yes. Which, which I believe is... comes out tomorrow. I think it's today. Today? Yes. The 17th? Yeah. It comes out the 16th, so it technically came oh, out yesterday, yesterday. Unless you're a patron, which we love you. And it came out today. Yay! Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it should be fun. Yeah, did you watch the preview yet? No. You should. Okay. So, tell me a little bit about this movie. It was released on November 15th, 1996. So close to your birthday. Yeah, three days before my ninth birthday. The budget was $80 million. Wow. The box office was $250 million. Damn! Yeah. It only has a 43% of Rotten Tomatoes. What? Yeah. But it's beloved. But it's Space Jam. It's a beloved classic. Whoever reviewed it can suck it. <laughs> Well, we can talk about some yeah, reception. Yeah, about some reviews. Uh, Ebert hmm? loved it. Great. Three and a half stars, I think. Okay. He said, Space Jam is a happy marriage of good ideas. Three f- films for the price of one, giving us a comic treatment of the career adventures of Michael Jordan, crossed with a Looney Tunes cartoon, and some showbiz warfare. The result is delightful, a family movie in the best sense, which means the adults will enjoy it, too. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Siskel had this to say. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan wisely accepted as a first movie a script that builds nicely on his genial personality in an assortment of TV ads. The sound bites are just a little longer. Yeah. I mean, he is basically just doing commercials. Yep. Pretty much. a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, Janet Maslin of the New York Times criticized the film's animation, but later went on to say that the film is a fond tribute to the Looney Tunes character's past. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Wilmington of the Chicago Tribune said, We don't get the co-star's best stuff. Michael doesn't soar enough. The Looney Tunes don't pulverize us the way they did when Chuck Jones, Frizz Frailing, or Bob Clampett were in charge. But he did also like the film and Mm -hmm. said, Is it cute? Yes. Is it a crowd pleaser? Yes. Is it a classic? Nope. Wrong. It is (laughs) a classic. (laughs) Everybody loves that movie. Now, maybe at the time. Yeah, at the time. But you can't, I don't know that you can say this is going to be a classic. You can't, like, really look into, I mean, you can try. You but... can try, but there's just no way to know. Yeah. I think that all the time about, like, memes and shit, too. Like, when something happened, you're yeah. like, this is funny. But right. then, like, three months later, it's, like, the only joke on the internet, you know? Yeah. Or where you're like, what was that in reference to? I think that a lot about Eminem lyrics. Oh, yeah. Where he, like, makes a reference to something that at the time was incredibly topical. Mm-hmm. And then even a year later you're like what yeah there's a line in one of his songs where he says how can one chandra be so levy and you're like does anyone remember chandra levy at all no like I mean, at all i remember the name but I yeah don't... but who who was she i don't know right so at the time huge <laughs> huge like hot button issue and yeah. now everybody's like i'm sorry what i'm sorry what tv guide said a cynical attempt to cash in on the popularity of warner brothers cartoon characters and basketball player michael jordan inspired by a nike commercial yeah accurate i mean i don't know it's cynical i know i I mean the fact that it's inspired by a commercial is accurate but i don't don't know know what makes it cynical no yeah i think it's it's very classic looney tunes yeah michael jordan is adorable in it yeah cynical no get out of here margaret a mcgurk a name a name (laughs) of the cincinnati inquirer said technical spectacle amounts to nothing without a good story it's a great story i know i don't know if that's negative or not yeah, it's not a super in-depth story, no, but it's, it's a, a good story. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Straightforward. There's a bad guy. This, I mean, yeah, the only thing maybe would be that the climax comes... A little soon. Too soon, yeah. yeah. 
Bucket Snake's thoughts. Oh. I don't you know? know. It's funny. It is. A lot of the reviews talk about using this movie to quote-unquote update the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And I guess since this came out when we were kids, I never really thought about how they were, I guess, like, becoming outdated yeah. by the time Space Jam came out. Yeah. Because it, it, it's impossible now to think of the Looney Tunes without thinking of the modern Space Jam version. Right. You know, I don't think of, even now, what, 25 years later, however long, how old am I? 20 years <laughs> later? Uh, I... Yeah, 25, 96, yeah. I don't think of it as being, as the Looney Tunes of being like, I know that they're a classic cartoon, but I don't think of them as outdated, even now. Right. You never think of them as having, like, a cooling off period. It's like, no, the Looney Tunes have always been... Relevant. Relevant and famous and at the top of the charts. But yeah, I guess maybe they weren't for a little bit, and so they were, like, trying to revive them a little. Yeah. Make them cooler or more updated. Yeah, so many version or reviews that I read were like, yeah, this modern take on the Looney Tunes. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, this is how they've always been. <laughs> yeah. You know, because this is what I grew up with. Right. Um, Someone who did not like this movie was Looney Tunes architect Chuck Jones. Oh. He was an animator and director at Warner Bros. from 1933 to 1963. Yeah. And he helped create... The idea that the Looney Tunes have been around since the 30s is also just like... Yeah, just that's blows my mind. Um, but He helped create and develop a lot of the characters Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig, Elmer Fudd, Daffy Duck, uh, Wiley Coyote, and Roadrunner are entirely his creations. Oh. He hated this movie. <laughs> he said it was stupid. He said, I think his exact words were that I thought it was terrible. Um, but he also said, I can tell you with the utmost confidence, Porky Pig would never say, I think I wet myself. Ooh. And also said, Bugs Bunny wouldn't need anyone's help. And moreover, it wouldn't have taken him, hen- it wouldn't have taken him an hour and a half, but more like seven minutes. Oh. So he was just like, it takes entirely too long for him to defeat these aliens. And yeah. also he would never go to an outside source and be like, we can't do this on our own. Right. It's like we would handle it in house. Yeah. With the tunes. I mean, I, so. I understand that perspective, especially if you're the one who created the character. Yeah. If you're like, I know Bugs Bunny better than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, not to talk about a different movie. I felt a very similar way when I watched uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. The movie, because I had read all the comics mm-hmm. and I was like, I just don't like the, the people who are playing these characters are their own characters, but they're not the ones from yeah the comic. Right. Like, the movie is fine. Yeah, you just gotta separate it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's like The Shining, too, where you're like, I love this book, I love this movie. They're two separate things. I don't love the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I, I see what you mean. But if you were the one who created it, I feel like, yeah, it would be impossible for you yeah. to separate those in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So the writing of this movie, there is a lot of backstory to it mm-hmm. but i'm gonna give the straightforward explanation okay warner brothers had allowed nike to use bugs bunny in two commercials with michael jordan and mm-hmm. based on the success of that ivan reitman who directed ghostbusters had a plane meeting okay i guess what the hollywood people do sure with a nike exec and got everyone on board for a full-length movie starring michael jordan and bugs bunny sure And this lined up nicely with Warner Brothers' new direction because they were trying to create more adult, sophisticated material in the animated film market that deviated from the formula set by Disney. Yeah. Because you just, I mean, in 1996, after Lion King, right? you just can't compete. No. You know, you're like, okay, you guys do that. We're going to figure out what we're going to do. Yes. May as well try and forge your own path. Yeah. So Joe Pitko was chosen to direct the film because he had directed MJ in a couple commercials and Uh they got along really well. 
he actually has won a bunch of awards for commercials. Yeah. Which I don't know why I didn't realize was a thing. Of course it is. Yeah. But do you get Emmys for them? Because they're on television, or I—I um, I don't know. I think it's—it has its own thing. Oh, know. that makes sense. Yeah, he only did the two movies, right? Like this was his second and last movie that he ever did. But he's got like, yeah, I think so. All kinds of commercials. Yeah, out and he—he he mostly did um, music videos. Yeah, that yeah. I think would be super fun. Yeah. So the project was greenlit in 1993, but then it was put on hold because uh, Michael Jordan quit basketball to go play baseball. Uh huh. But then they re-greenlit it. Okay. Which is a word. When he went back to basketball. Yeah. Pitka rewrote some of the script to include this narrative, and he also ended up removing a scene mm-hmm. where Michael was supposed to hit a home run after he got back from Toonland. <laughs> Which I'm I'm glad, because it wouldn't have felt like it fit. Yeah, it would have felt just crammed in there where it's like, look at that, he's great at everything. And I think... Yeah, now he's good at baseball, too. better that he's just bad at baseball and was like, oh, I'm a basketball star. Yeah. You know, I tried it and it was fun, but I'm a basketball player. So Joe Pitka, like I said, is credited as the film's director, but many people who worked on the film, mm-hmm. mostly the voice actors, have all said that Ivan Reitman was the film's actual director. Yeah, I think that's kind of his... He's like, I had a lot more to do with it than you might yeah. realize. Yeah, a lot of people said that Pitka was really the director for the animation side, uh-huh. and Reitman was more doing all, all of the live action. Mm-hmm. And Pitka himself has said that he had gripes with not having total control. That's fair. He's the director. Let him direct. Yeah. Side note, Spike Lee was also interested in helping write the screenplay, but Warner Brothers blocked him from the project out of dissatisfaction from how he funded Malcolm X. Boo. Right? That's fucked up, Warner Bros. It is fucked up. So it took them about 19 months to make this movie. Yes. And filming took up about 10 of those months. Yes. Which is about half the time of any other film of its kind, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And the animation was done at a very quick pace by more than 700 people from 18 different studios in London, Canada, California, and Ohio. Yes. But I feel like, I mean, you're like, we're Warner Brothers. If we can't get everybody to go ham on this, like, yeah. you know, what are we doing? Yeah. It's the Looney Tunes. Yeah. It sounds like, um, I was reading some interviews with a bunch of the animators. It sounds like they did all of the live action first, yeah. which took up 10 months. And then they had nine months left to do all of the animation. Which there's like almost an hour of animation. Yeah. And that's a lot yeah. to do in nine months. Um, it definitely makes more sense to animate around what you've already filmed, filmed than trying to do right. it the other way. But it sounds like there wasn't a lot of communication between the live action and the animation because some of the camera angles were like very hard for them to work with. Mm. Like they put in a lot of like Dutch angles, you know? And, yeah. And they're like, I don't know how to like. Yeah, how do we put the characters into them? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so it was really challenging for them. And also, they had already set a release date. So oh. they like, that's why they didn't plan on having all 18 studios working on it. Yeah. But as. But it was like, oh, we're deadline, getting out of crunch time. Yeah, it was approaching and they'd already set it. I think because, probably because of all the merchandising and stuff that they did with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just kept being like, okay, we need more help. Okay, we need more help. Okay, we need another person. Uh, get this other studio. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, plus two, I mean, they were really kind of breaking ground here because it was um, like one of the first ever productions to be shot the way that they did it, where they had like a whole virtual studio. Yeah. And Jordan was just filmed in a 360 degree green screen room with motion trackers. Yeah. And playing and acting alongside green-suited NBA players and also improv actors. Yeah. And a lot of the improv actors, they had them running around on their knees so that his sight line was in the right spot. You know, yeah. he's supposed to be looking at these two and three foot characters. Right. 
So they wanted him to be like super comfortable with it and make sure. So they just got these like very funny people to like run around and do goofy shit. Yeah. So that he was like. Super good idea. Yeah. So I wanted to include this brief story from Neil Boyle, who is the supervising animator Mm -hmm. from one of the studios in the UK. What had happened was somebody from the studio at Universal called him in the UK and was like, hey, can you help us finish this animation? And he's like, yeah, when do you need me out there? I'm working on this and this. I can maybe come out there next week or something. And they were like, no, we need you to get on a flight tomorrow. (laughs) And he was like, all right, I'll do it. And he thought that he was just going to be there for like three or four days. Yeah. But he ended up being there for like seven or eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But this is his little story about it. He said, they installed us in a porta cabin in the Universal backlot almost as soon as I got there. I started drawing and designing and storyboarding. I had no clothes. I went out and I bought pants and socks and t-shirts so that I could stay there longer. I thought I was going to be in LA for three days, but I didn't come home for six or seven weeks. The crazy thing about Space Jam is that I think they had the release date, but the script wasn't quite finished, although they had the concept for it and they just had to get going. Yeah, so all the things that I just said. Yeah. The porta cabins were situated just behind a row of bushes, the other side of which was the Jaws attraction. Oh, God. So for the first few weeks of working on Space Jam, all I could hear from my desk was the trundle of an approaching tour bus, the voice of a tour guide going, Welcome to Amity Island, folks. The peaceful fishing port where I'd hear, Oh my God! Oh my God, it's a shark! Followed by a compressed air explosion of water and the shrieks of tourists. (laughs) Then we get another 90 seconds of peace before the next tour bus trundled by with the, oh my god, it's a shark, the compressed (laughs) air explosion and the shrieking Taurus. Imagine that for 10 hours a day. It was like a bizarre Chinese water torture. Yeah, that sounds awful. (laughs) I wonder how long it takes before you can just tune that out. Yeah. You just don't hear it anymore. I don't know. I feel like I would lose my mind. I can hear that, like, noise. Yeah. Like, Like, it's so silly. I've been there. Poor guy. Yeah. So not only did they have trouble finding people to help animate it, they had trouble finding people to be in the movie. Yeah. Because nobody wanted to work alongside of a bunch of cartoons and one professional athlete who didn't have any acting experience. Yeah. Which, obviously, we're looking back at it with the hindsight of 25 years, and this is a classic and it's a fun movie, but it's like, why would you not want to be in this movie? Honestly, I think it sounds kind of easy. Yeah. If you're up against Michael Jordan... Yeah, he's great, but he's not an actor. You're going to look great, and you're not going to have to, like, work very hard. You can just kind of phone it in. Yeah, and especially with the live action, you know, it's like two separate movies, so there's not a lot of, like, for anybody but Michael Jordan, you know, there's not a lot for you to be in. Right. I mean, Stan Podolak is in a good chunk of it. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't, seems like it would be pretty yeah, easy yeah. you know you could kind of i wonder if they not were just give like, it your full potential i don't know what this is going to be like and i bet it's going to be a mess because no one else has done anything on the scale yeah that's true so bill murray accepted the role because he had expressed regret at missing out on the opportunity to be in who framed roger rabbit yeah so he was like "Ooh, i'll do this one instead yeah um they had a couple other people and they had actually a bunch of other people in mind for sam podolak and some of them included michael j fox Chevy Chase and Jason Alexander. Yeah. Who all of were like, uh, no, thank you. Well, Warner Brothers was the one who was like, no, we don't want them. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if they were, I don't, it didn't say anywhere why, but it yeah. was like, no, they were rejected by Warner Brothers. Oof. Yeah. Well, they finally got down to Wayne Knight. Yes. And he did a great job. He did. He did do a great job. 
it was said that the easiest actors to get were the NBA players. That's, uh, I mean, I can see that where they're like, yeah, I'll be in a movie. Yeah, because they, that sounds again, like fun. They, they don't know what it's like. You know, they're not going to have a lot of expectation for how easy or yeah hard it's going to be. You Never know? done it before. Maybe they've done a commercial. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Reitman was very serious about the voice actors for the Looney Tunes. Yes. And especially wanted someone even better than Mel Blanc for Bugs. Yeah. Which is like, okay. Yeah. Joe Alasky, which was one of Mel Blanc's successors at Warner Brothers, was put up, like, Reitman really wanted him and put him through, like, this series of auditions, which lasted months until he finally was like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, this is taking too long. Yeah, like... And backed out of the project. He's like, this is the character that I play. Yeah, this is what I do. I shouldn't have to try out. Either I'm Bugs Bunny or I'm not, but, like, stop making me audition for this. Yeah. Who do you think I am? Bobcat Goldthwait? (laughs) This isn't Hercules. (laughs) Speaking of Hercules, casting directors <laughs> originally planned several voice cameos. However, it didn't work out, and Danny DeVito was the only celebrity voice actor in the film. And but he does a great job. In the original script, Swackhammer was going to be live action. Yeah. And their idea was for him to be played by Dennis Hopper. Oh my god, that sounds <laughs> so weird. I feel like Dennis Hopper would be like, no. <laughs> I, Listen. I did... Uh, Super Mario Bros. And I'm I'm not. I'm not doing it again. But also, why would the bad guy be live action and the rest of them be cartoons? Like, that just sounds bizarre. Yeah, I know. I'm glad they didn't do it that way. Yeah, me too. Um, A couple of things that we will put in the show notes that you already mentioned. This was based on a commercial for Air Jordans. Did you Air watch Jordan. it? Air Jordan. No. It's just like, so... It's a minute long. I only watched one of them. I think there are two, but I didn't. I couldn't find the other one. Yeah. But Bugs Bunny is like hanging out in his bed, which is underneath a basketball court. And he's trying to sleep and some dudes are just like playing basketball above him. And he goes up there and he's like, hey, could you knock it off? I'm trying to sleep. And yeah. they're all like, fuck you, Bunny. And they like beat him up a little bit and oh. like throw him into the basketball hoop. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to need some backup. So he goes and gets Michael Jordan, just okay. goes and gets him. And yeah. he's like. Hey, I got Michael Jordan. They're like, oh, no. And then Bugs and Michael, like, school their butts for a little bit. Okay. And he's like, hair, Jordan. And I was like, okay. <laughs> They're just selling shoes, I guess. I That's wish the shoes cute. had bunny ears on them. Aw. That would be cute. Or they were powered by carrots or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bill Murray's also in this movie kind of because he did a series of commercials for the NBA where he, like, jokingly is like, I'm going to retire from acting and be an NBA star. Yeah. And it shows him, like, getting ready, but he's, like, practicing on a court with some teens, and he's just like, you gotta have discipline, you know, you gotta, I have so much willpower, I just don't know where to put it sometimes, I don't know how to direct it. Yeah. He's like, my biggest worry is that when I get on the road, I'll be, I won't be able to, like, make my juice every morning, I'll have to bring a vegetable juicer and find the closest farmer's market and buy a fresh vegetable. He's just being very silly. And then they get Ahmad Rashad to, like, he has, like, a whole press conference about it. And then Ahmad Rashad is talking about, like, here's his training regimen, but he's not even, like, trying to practice with NBA players. He's just playing with teens, and I don't think he's going to make it. And it's just very silly. So there's a bunch of videos That's that, super silly. that we'll put in there. But they're fun to watch. You know, it's just Bill Murray being Bill Murray. Yeah. One thing that I read was that uh, Ivan Reitman, when they were thinking about going ahead with the movie, had phoned Robert Zemeckis, who did uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And he was like, do you have any advice on what we should do? Because that was really the only yeah. other movie that was like live action and animated. And he said, don't do it. It nearly killed me. <laughs> and then Ivan Reitman was like, you know what? I'm doing it. He's like, oh, okay, thanks, Rob. Bye-bye. 
That's so funny to him be like, yeah, my advice, don't. Yeah, don't do it. So initially, Bill Murray was only supposed to be there for the golf course scene. Yeah. But uh, then after Pitka showed him the process of how he directed the live action animation, he was like, that seems really fun. Yeah. And that was like kind of the whole thing I wanted to do with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. So can I be in that scene too? And he was like, sure. Yeah, the green screen room. They'll so just put yeah. you in there. Which is funny because he is so instrumental yeah. in them winning the end of the game. I wonder what the script was before. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were like, we can pull anyone from the audience. And they were just like, well, Bill Murray wants to do it. And they're yeah. like, well, let's do that. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what their plan was before he expressed interest in that. Or maybe they didn't have a plan at all yet because the script wasn't done. That's true. So there were several potential sequels mm-hmm. in the works, including Spy Jam. <laughs> Which sounds like a weird sort of topping for your bagel. Yeah. <laughs> with Jackie Chan. Uh-huh. But that ended up becoming the basis for Looney Tunes back in action. Nice, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. There was also going to be Race Jam. No. With Jeff Gordon. No, I don't like that. And a golf-centered film with Tiger Woods. Uh-huh. Which they didn't say what the potential title was, and I really want to know. Yeah, I can't think of one. Ball Jam. <laughs> No. Hole jam. I was trying to think of, but you got like <laughs> the rough and the fairway and the green. So none of that is like. Putt jam? Putt jam? Yeah. No, I don't like any of that. But also, yeah. skate jam. Yes. With Tony Hawk. That one I want. Yeah. I want it now. Even with 48 year old Tony Hawk or however fucking old he is. Yeah. I want it. I love him so much. He can do no wrong. But yeah, they never made any of them. Yeah. I wish they would have made all of them. Yeah. Like none of. Do I don't it. think any of the other ones would have been very good. No. But I want them. They would have been fun. It's like how there are like 17 Airbud movies where he plays every sport. Like, yeah. yes, do it. Yep. They were really trying to, right after Space Jam came out, make a Space Jam 2. Yeah. And they were like, with Michael Jordan. Yeah. They're like writing a script for it and everything. But then they realized that one of the producers kept telling people, yes, Michael Jordan is on board. Yes, he's willing to do it. And then they realized, they found out that he was lying. And yeah. Michael Jordan was like, no, I don't want to do that movie. No. So then they had to scrap it. Their plan for that one, though, was that there was going to be a villain named Berserko, mm. voiced by Mel Brooks. Oh, well, that would have been nice. Yeah. Put it in something else, because I yeah. would also like to see that. Uh, Speaking of Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. To keep him happy while filming, Warner Brothers had to build him an actual basketball court on the set so that he could use it whenever he was on a break. Yeah, well, because he was gearing up to go back and play for the Chicago Bulls, yeah. and they were really trying to make it to the championship that year. Yeah. Like, for real. So he was like, you know, I'll do this, but I gotta have this regimen. Some real Arnold Schwarzenegger and kindergarten cop shit. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, the director at Pitka made sure, made sure that Jordan started every day at 9 a.m. and left no later than 6 p.m. with a two-hour break for lunch and a workout in the middle. Yeah. And they also built him a temporary indoor mini gym on the lot and a basketball court under this huge tent, which I have a picture of it and I'll post it. And they christened it the Jordan Dome. Nice. And I was reading about, oh, it's actually this next thing. Um, The whole time, too, I mean, everybody knows that Michael Jordan has like this really intense work ethic. Yeah. So he was always trying to play pickup games. He would just grab whoever was near and be like, you want to play basketball with us? Come on, come play, come play. And one of the guys, Keith Gibbs, who was an extra, said, you know, oh, yeah, so I've accepted an invitation to one of these pickup games. I walk in and it's Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley, Alonzo Mourning, Charles Oakley, Grant Hill shows up, Jerry Stackhouse shows up. So it's just these like huge, it's just like the greatest stars of the NBA just playing a cute, fun pickup game in this like temporary... And he's like, it's just an all-star game, you know, all of a sudden every every other night or whatever. And then he says, 
that even though he was not an NBA player and just an extra on this movie, Michael Jordan was still full of trash talk. Yeah. He says, Jordan hit a 35-footer on me. I mean, it was ridiculous. Leg out, tongue out, all that stuff. Hit a 35-footer on me and goes, get the fuck off the court. (laughs) (laughs) Which I just love the idea that Michael Jordan's like, can't even turn off the basketball. Good game, buddy. Um, In the scene where Sean Bradley is talking to the psychiatrist. Yeah. He says, I could go back to the jungle and be a missionary again. Right. Which is a reference to him being a Mormon. Oh. In which he went on a two-year church mission to a jungle. To the jungle, I guess. Yeah. Which yeah. I, it just made me imagine, like, he's like seven, six. Yeah. Hanging out in the jungle, just being like, hi, can I, do you guys need help with anything? <laughs> right. Have you heard about the Lord? I can hear him directly in oh my, my thoughts because I am so close to heaven. All right, so our last little tidbit of trivia, leave you on a high note, the whole thing's a high note, that's a joke, <laughs> is I read this little bit from, actually, I think this is from the same uh, supervising animator that I was, read a little story from earlier. He mm-hmm. had a lot of good stories. He said, one day we got a memo sent around to all of us, and it said the new title for the film is Up in the Air. And I thought, okay, Up in the Air, because Michael Jordan's kind of flying through the air, and I kind of get that, that's not too bad. And then about two hours later, somebody came around and hastily retracted all these memos, and it had just turned out that one of the secretaries in the meeting said, do we have a new title to put out there? And one of the producers said, oh man, it's up in the air. And she had literally thought, it's up in the air, and had notified everyone this was the new name of the film. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's quite fitting. Yeah, it would have worked. Yeah. I like it. Up in the air. Up in the air. I don't know if you want to tell everyone your personal Instagram name. That is true. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind. You can come find me if you want. It, it's inspired by. Have you ever seen? Uh, there's that game called Heads Up. Yeah. So I was playing Heads Up with my family, and the thing that we were trying to get the person to guess was Space Jam. Yeah. And my dad said Interstellar Jelly, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Fucking pause the game. I have to go change my Instagram name right now." <laughs> it's so good. And yeah, it's been it's been Interstellar Jelly since then. So if I you wish wanna... they had named the movie that Interstellar Jelly. <laughs> Come on and Jelly, no, the t- yeah. <laughs> and welcome to the telly. <laughs> so that's it. That's all. Thank you guys. So much for listening yeah. to this episode. We had go so much fun with it. Go see the new movie and let us know what you think about it. Yeah. I think I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. No spoilers. No of spoilers. Course. Yeah. Because who knows when we'll have time to watch it. Right. But let us know if it's any good, if it's worth watching. I mean, I'm probably going to see it either way just for the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, they Why can not? have my nostalgia dollars. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> nostalgia dollars. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. Um, If you want to message us, I would love to hear if you guys could steal talent from any famous person who would it be tell me about what kind of talents do you wish you had yeah message us about it instagram replay rewind podcast tumblr replay rewind podcast you can email us at replay rewind podcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at replay rewind pod you can listen to all of our other episodes on stitcher google spotify apple anywhere you get your podcasts if those podcast players have the ability to follow subscribe like review etc please do that give us a share it helps us yeah, if not, Get just new listeners. tell your friends. Yeah. If anybody brings up, like, oh my god, you remember this movie that we watched when we were kids? Be like, oh, I know a great podcast about that episode. Or yep. I have, you know, the new episode about that movie. You should go check it out. Yeah. And you can also find us on Patreon if we don't have enough episodes. You can get more episodes on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. Yep. Get some full length episodes. Get some bonus episodes. 
Yeah, we'll shout out your name on the show. We'll mail you a sticker. It's a good time. Yeah. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. Don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and rebound. (laughs) Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.